0: some therapy about that life i guarantee you living life vicariously this life gonna be the death of me and she don't care where i ski hit that hoe from head of feet she walk out here she wearing me i talk my shit she smelling me and all i hear is jealousy i call them niggas jelly beans lock my trigger fingers so much i bought it a wedding ring yeah. make you come you cannot leave i draw my heart in kerosene a plus off in parenting get my kids down there everything for you get a wedding ring, but get her ass a belly ring. Soon as I start trapping, man, my pony winning barely ring. I don't compete, but you can't compete. Playing, Jane, protect, believe.
1: I with my lady, we came to eat. My style make you think that they changed the beat. We on a date, make it rain someone. Then want no chain, but the chains gon' come. Soon as I said it, it's said and done. And my screen my favorite gun. I'm rocking, I'm swervin', I'm poppin', detergent, get money. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 128 of the Splashcast, the Around the League edition, Monday Night Raw. I'm your co-host, Reggie.
2: I'm your co-host, Norwood. Our powers combined, We are your HBCU homeboys. And just to reiterate what we talked about in the pregame, because (laughs) I believe that you have to say things, you have to speak them into existence. Speak thee
1: into existence,
2: Prev Revan. And you have to continue to say these things so that your prayers can be heard, but... Show, show how otani is interested in becoming an Atlanta Brave and we as, as Atlanta Braves are interested in show how Otani joined in this organization and our powers combined. We could be the Planeteers, we could be Captain Planet, we could win World Series champions. We could be whatever you want to be.
3: Yes, sir. going to
2: tell you. If we get him, so I'm gonna have a samurai sword.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a samurai sword, and I'm gonna send a fruit basket for the appropriation. But it's gonna happen. It's gonna be right up there above that A right oh, there. A, <laughs> A, a nope, a. nope, nope, nope. Carl Washington,
2: if you still got Showtime number, he still got some stuff at the at the stadium. Talk to him. How about how wonderful
1: it would be to be a brave? <laughs> we would love to have first class organization, Man. committed to winning. But um, you know what it is when we come to episode 128 around the league, the Monday Night Raw. Uh, uh, we start with our HBCU, the Atlanta Brave Dragons. We start with our HBCU news around the culture, followed by football news around the league and basketball news around the league. You think I would not change the name to the Atlanta Dragons for show? Sure, huh? <laughs> <They're laughs> Nor would it still on, the pre-game. Anyway. Hey, we're we're be still on the pregame. still on the pregame. Y'all go listen to the pregame. Nor still talk about it. Listen, we had a whole 30-minute prayer sermon. About getting Shohei to the Braves,
2: I will. I will one hundred percent sacrifice the name of this team for the new babe for for that <laughs> the, the Babe Ruth, the guy that Babe Ruth tried to imitate. I'm not even gonna give Babe Ruth that credit no
3: more. No, you need to be
2: like more like Shohei. So yeah, we the, that's the name right there, the Atlanta Dragon. That's the name because that's gonna be our team. That's all right. <laughs>
1: Yes, sir. Well, let's start out with our HBCU news. <laughs> that may be culturally insensitive, <laughs> but I don't hate it. Not the right you outfit, man. The Bills have not scored. Uh, y'all know what it is when we come to uh, Monday Night Raw. We talk about our HBCU news around the culture, and we also have live reaction to the Monday Night football games or the basket during basketball season, the game of the season, the game of the night. So we watch well, the got Bills. Got Celtics
2: Knicks on too. So and that's the dog fight.
1: Well. Uh, I got too much going on. But we're watching Bills, uh, Broncos. And I'm just letting y'all know right now, it's three nothing in the second quarter, Broncos. Josh hey, All. Y'all owe Russell Wilson, an apology.
2: Y'all talk how I, I trash he was, and then he didn't been all right now. I
1: mean now he ain't no Atlanta Dragon, but now, hold on. Now, <laughs> the Atlanta Dragons that's the name of the show, that's the name of the episode. Right. Uh, and, hey, wait, hold on. And that's one of the best parts about having the realest podcast in the world. We really appreciate
2: our fans getting here and give us uh, whatever you can give us. Josh has named the episode clearly, Sneaky has just named an episode without you. None of this, guys, none of this
1: would be possible. Yeah, man. Um, so like I said, I ain't apologizing to Russell Wilson. I mean, they they were. Not good, um, and we speaking, like you know they did beat the chiefs, but it was fifteen to twelve or whatever it was. No, and now they went in three his, nothing.
2: You need to go look at his his touchdowns interception ratio, like he's playing well, this team is not a very good team, but he he he's showing up and doing his part is what I'm saying, and Sean they Payton. they was ready to call him washed,
1: well, you know. Sean Payton, Sean Payton seems like he's gotten into his groove play calling too. From what I've seen, even though he keeps stalling out from the 20 to the 20, Sean Payton is, is going crazy. We'll just are abusing the Raptors. Uh, but let's let's get back to our HBCU news around the culture. Um, first off, before we get to these football games, we want to talk about uh, the HBCU Black College Football Hall of Fame. Um, is honoring Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes will be receiving the 2023 budget.
2: Yes, yeah, so they, the Black College Hall of Fame uh, took time out to honor Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think this is the second year in a row. They have made sure to, to make sure that he was involved. I truly appreciate that. Um, and, yeah, you up there next to Doug Williams, the original OG. Uh, congratulations to all parties involved. And, yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll see some more uh, NFL quarterbacks, you know, be a part of this. It would be really great. And hopefully provide some mentorship.
3: Hey, can anybody hear Reggie? Yeah. Uh, thank you
2: Nessa uh, yeah so while Reggie has a little to, yeah, it's probably a core issue uh, but Russell Wilson with one oh that's a hole for sure and then to an incomplete pass um,
1: welcome welcome I'm back I'm back I'm back there we go there we go yeah core got thanks so what was the last thing you heard me say
2: we we can start over with Patrick Mahomes i just kind of faked it
1: oh well patrick mahomes um so now that we're back uh patrick mahomes is being honored by the black college football hall of fame um he's re- being he's receiving the 2023 black college football hall of fame founders award uh the founders award go, goes to uh those that work with the hbcu Sports in some way, shape, or form. Patrick's support of the Legacy Bowl has opened the door of opportunity for HBCU students throughout the nation. His 15 and My Foundation has a multi-year partnership with the HBCU Legacy Bowl to bring notoriety and bring get uh, to HBCU athletes as well as get younger kids involved with HBCU sports because that's how you grow. As you you target the youth. So uh, that's why he's being, and this is year three, I believe, three or four. He started in 2020, I don't want to say 21, uh, with this partnership, and it's only grown. So this is why he got uh, 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 this award. So shout out to Patrick Mahomes.
2: Go ahead. Yes, that's all, that's all I was going to say was thanks. I appreciate Patrick Mahomes. It's not something you have to do. You got a full schedule. And yeah, not that man. many receivers. Uh, yeah, so man. we appreciate that.
1: <laughs> you said that receivers. <laughs>
2: hey man, hey, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah. And I hope to see, like I said before, I hope to see more, uh, NFL quarterbacks engage and, uh, yeah, let's bring some more notoriety to the position. You know, this, we're going to talk about the kid, Jamar Graham, six, eight, who just signed to Alabama A&M. He should be a very interesting prospect coming up. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm all for this all the time.
1: Yeah. Um, shout out to Patrick Mahomes. Well, before we get to the six foot eight guy, let's go through some of these. Oh, there you go. Um, let's go through some of these. Uh, do I do I still sound cloudy? No, you're good. Oh, let's go Precisa. through some of these championship games. So I told y'all last week, uh, the SIAC had a championship game between All Benny State and Benedict College. Benedict College is on one of the more impressive win streaks. I want to say they're almost at thirty cuz they didn't lose last year and they're undefeated this year. Um oh. they went 15 and 0 last year and I think they're like at 13 and 0 this year. Um Benedict back-to-back SIAC champions. They maybe had, maybe at like 24. may have been 12 and 0. Um they went 12 and 0 last year, 11 and 0 this year. They are 23 and 0 or 20 something and over the last do, 2
2: years. Do not expect to see this coaching
1: staff come back. Listen. Southern University. Hell, Hampton University. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Uh, the reason I say Southern University is because y'all ain't want him? No, no, don't, don't try to come. Baby, I'm back now. Uh uh-uh. Chenis Berry Jr., head coach of Benedict. You, sir, coached at Southern. When Southern was good, and I when I say good, was dominating. And you Richard left and went to Benedict. We went and got uh, 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 Dooley, Southern loss again. When, uh <laughs> when it got Dooley, it's not working out. You at uh, Benedict are single handedly making that school grow, between the athletic department and everything that they're getting the notoriety wise to this now. chennis. uh, 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 uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. you have outgrown the pond that you in, brother. Come
2: yeah, on to a it. Think about that. You outgrew the pond that you in, and the next thing up it is, it is your home by the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Love to have you. Since this, since all this is a recruiting pond anyway, hey, tennis, <laughs> come on down. Let me tell you. Louisiana is a beautiful place. Baton Rouge is great. But your home by the sea is one of the most beautiful campuses in the world.
1: You know what I have a fear of and I didn't I, I'm springing this on you. Card usual. I can see I because can there's do. offensive coordinator issues over there. The rain. I can see Dion going recruiting tennis to be the offensive coordinator of Colorado. Sure.
2: I mean sure. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that he can do that. I honestly don't think he can do that. I'm. I actually once you once I once I. Look, at first, it pissed me off, and I, I don't have another way to say it other than it pissed me off what you said. Then I thought about it. There's no way he can't. I, I I get what you're saying, and you're technically right. He he should, he should have the opportunity to shoot up through the rankings and make, make an aggressive opportunity like that. But realistically, Boulder is not going for that. The next, like, the next offensive guy you pick has to be a slam dunk. And, and not for Colorado, for the expectations of everything that comes with DM. The next one you got to hit on because the expectation is still there.
1: Yeah, but I mean, Chennis Berry is not, if he stays there, he's staying there because. He loves Benedict, or his kids are in school in a something something school, or something that's yeah. keeping him there. Because there's I no agree. way all these other schools, you're gonna see. We've already seen the firing start, and we'll get to that when we get to football. We've already seen the firing start in the SEC and multiple jobs. Mm-hmm. We still waiting on one fire. We we waiting on one fire <laughs> just burning, <and> burning. <laughs> that's like like what i I don't know. They but, might be stoking that fire, but. What yeah. I'm saying is the HBC You said firings, they be smoking that fire. Stoking. Stoking. stoking, stoking, stoking. Smoking. Smoking. Medicinal. Okay. Yeah. got to be. be. It, it got to be playing high or something. But. Uh, <laughs> Gave up 7,000 yards, son. You ain't think the time. Uh, babe, we'll get to because they don't know what we're talking about. We'll get to it. I mean, you are wearing the colors. Orange and blue. But. Yeah, um, no.
2: Nobody listens. But what I'm saying is it.
1: back to Benedict. Back to Benedict. Back to Benedict. Benedict. And Chin is buried, Y'all better figure out to pay him, or y'all better expand the athletic department. Hey. Or, or I'm gonna present one more thing before we move on. Miak, you only have six schools. You have Orangeburg that is a that is 45 minutes away from Benedict. That could be a in-state HBCU rivalry. Miak, go get Benedict. Go get Benedict. Hampton, come back to the Miak. I'm telling y'all, that's what y'all need to do. Miak, go get Benedict. SIAC I'm sorry I'm sorry you can either let Chennis go or you can let Benedict go I guess you let the coach go that sounds like a hostage situation damn Reggie <laughs> you got one or two options get down or lay down it's no reason for the, if 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 Benedict is this good 23-0 and 0, over the last two years the back-to-back SIAC champs the coach Chennis Berry is one of the best there Benedict they can raise the money. The MEAC can help them. Listen, the MEAC needs Benedict just like Benedict needs the MEAC. The question was, uh, does Benedict have the resources to move up to that level? They have. They are getting a following in sports and in football. They are on ESPN3. ESPN2. They've been on ESPN more than Hampton. So what I'm saying is go ahead and move back up to the MEAC. Move they back up. Move Fox, up to the MEAC. They got us on
2: Fox Soul. <laughs> But I still want to know who works at Fox Soul. I just want to. No, if, you if y'all know, know who works if, at Fox Soul. you didn't let me finish my statement. <laughs> That's how you if get Any of our listeners, followers, supporters, if you know anybody that works at Fox Soul, please Fox Soul. Not to be fa- not to be confused with Jamie Foxx short-lived podcast radio station, the Foxhole. Fox Soul. Fox F-O-X, S O U L. Yes. You would you didn't even know that 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 two things went together. Until you, it's an interesting place over there.
1: Yeah, well, well Fox, Fox Soul is how you get around how, Have making sure all of your minority requirements in the executive board are met. Well, he said this is <laughs> the diversity and
2: inclusion group.
1: There's no other no, reason but... to make that. <laughs> you, and there's no way that you could put anybody else other than somebody soulful <laughs> in charge. <laughs> but anyway shout out to benedict shout out to benedict siac champs i don't think do they go to the playoffs do they go to the division two I don't or three so. playoffs i don't think they go to the playoffs so i think that's it for their season shout out to them being undefeated CIAA. oh rumor mill buddy pew is retiring is is retiring only 40 miles away from south carolina state mm. buddy pew is retiring shout out to our viewer ken davis uh what's up pop Buddy Pugh is retiring. Chinnis Berry would be the next great coach at, in Bulldog territory. That would be – listen, I'd, I'd have to go. I'm go to. i making it my duty to go back to Orangeburg in South Carolina every year. We went back this year. I uh, took my daughter, went to go see uh, all of my parents' old stomping grounds, my dad's old stomping grounds, saw family. I will go to South Carolina State. Let South Carolina State get Chinnis Berry and then have to play Southern. Going, I'm going to be in Orangeburg, going to be there. That's a fact. Boy, South Carolina State all of a sudden becomes so relevant because they they obviously are getting the recruits at Benedict from from South Carolina. And now they're going go to go to State College. And if I'm at Berry, I hope that my quarterback's coach or my offensive coordinator or one of my coaching staff stays and stays as the coach of Benedict and keep that train running. So that the could only, be crazy.
2: The only thing I will say about that is the tenure of these younger coaches is not going to be the same. You're not going to get a guy who's going to commit his life to 40 years of being in South Carolina State, especially at the way that he's going. If he has another set, if he goes to another team, has two more strong seasons, uh, he's going to be <laughs> Then he will be calling DR soon and very soon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh.
2: Kevin, Kevin, for you. If you are confused, yes, that is an actual offshoot of Fox. The same people who brought you Fox News, they have Fox Soul. That's all yeah. I can tell you about <laughs> it. I watched one game there. It's a very unique place to be. Game was free, though. I didn't have to sign up for nothing, anything. I'm sure they probably, <laughs> they're probably probably just happy to have people looking at this channel.
1: Yeah, Matter boy. Matter of
2: fact, Fox Soul, reach out to me and Reggie. Rupert Murdoch.
1: Just Mm -hmm. give us that. You don't need it. Uh uh back to the CIAA, man. Shout out to Virginia Union. Um, Virginia Union ended up uh winning the CIAA beating I believe Fayetteville State. Uh they played this past weekend and after Virginia Union beat Virginia State, who was third in the in the um I I mean S I C in the CIAA, they went on to beat uh uh, Fayetteville State University no Fort Valley it's Fort Valley sorry so shout out to uh uh, CIAA
2: congratulations on a big win they beat Fort Valley you know you could tell they were thrilled about this W and winning the CIAA no slouch Mm -hmm. oh
1: excuse me no 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 and they, they quietly has kept had a really really good season too um so, shout out to. Uh oh. Nope. Don't close that out. Go ahead and close that out. Don't do it. Yep. I can't hear you, Nora. We can't hear you. We can't hear you.
2: What I was saying was while Reggie is clearing out the cash and deleting the history, um, take <laughs> your time and please go support these HBCUs. Go to the game. Go by the school, buy some paraphernalia. I don't care if you didn't go there. Just buy it, man. Support these schools in any way that you can. It's of the utmost importance. If we don't educate ourselves and nobody else will. So this is something that we take serious.
1: Yeah, man. So let's get and to And the, the football is good. I'm not even playing. I'm not playing. Uh, it's with y'all. been a crazy, it's good. been a crazy, crazy, crazy year. And y'all finna see
2: uh, here soon and very soon.
3: <laughs>
1: let, let's start out with the team that we thought was going been uh we thought was going to we thought North Carolina Central was going to walk into the playoffs. Right. Um right. Th- they were the they're the number 7 team in the FCS. They went to Howard and got blown out 50 to 20. In the MEAC North Carolina Wolf. Central is the number one everything. Number one offense, number one passing game, number one quarterback, number one rushing team, number one passing yards, number one TDs, number one is fishing, number one yards per game. They're the number one everything. And they allowed Howard to score 50 points. 50 by it's Howard, who's heels. four and five.
2: This, I is, this is on the heels of me saying that Howard has been very disappointing. They heard you. Clearly, you guys. Clearly, you guys listen to the podcast. I don't blame you. It's the realest podcast in the world. In but the world, for sure, Rick. but for sure, they heard us and they said, "Oh, we'll fix." Oh, this is the team you've been rooting for. This you think is the best team in college football and black college football right now. Oh, let me fix you real quick. Let me 30 them real quick. Pass the sticks. I ain't got nothing to say. Every team I pick seems to just take
1: L's. I don't. I don't know what happened. Like that's the part that catches me off guard is like what happened. And I'm trying to find the yet. Yeah, there we go. Because to lose 50 to 20, now Howard was at home. And it was 7 0 after the first quarter. And then it was 28 14 at halftime, 35 14, and 50 to 20. Um well, I wonder if somebody got they hurt. Hampton. Nope. Davius Richard. He was eleven of twenty five for seventy seven yards. 77 they only had a hundred and fifty three yards of total off i mean 190 98 yards of total offense and they've
2: they've been an offensive juggernaut all season too like that's the other part but i With said no this turnovers two weeks ago there were no turnovers every, every time that i pick this team you pick an hbcu football team and we come back and we look and it's an upset and this is the, just the beginning Two more
1: on the horizon, so it kind of is if, what it is with this. If you're this wondering who this, this player for Howard is on the field, on the, on, this, on the graphic right here, his name is Jared Hunter. Jared Hunter had 14 carries for 113 yards and two touchdowns, as well as six catches for 53 yards. He dominated North Carolina Central. I haven't seen North Carolina Central dominated like this in like two years.
2: That's a touchdown.
1: Yes, the Broncos for the Monday Night Football update. The Broncos are now up 10 nothing on the Bills. And the Bills are about to hit the panic button. It is about that time if they lose this hey, game.
2: Hey, panic and, and, and make a mistake and trade Josh Allen. How about that? i <laughs> trade you every quarterback. We got Logan Woodside, Taylor Heineke. You can buy one, get three free.
1: <laughs> Josh, Allen, they get all of them. Josh Allen is a California boy that played in – Wyoming. He ain't coming to Atlanta.
2: Yeah, but look at the team. Josh Allen, <laughs> you would be in paradise here.
1: <laughs> uh moving on, man. And in the swack. Upset. I so look. Alcorn State. I had, got no, I had no every single defensive player of the week honor for the swack last week against Southern. One dude had a fumble recovery for a touch, a fumble, a strip. Forced fumble, fumble recovery, f- return for a touchdown. Then he had a p- two picks and a pick six. And they just beat down Southern. Texas Southern is three and seven. Three and six. We Texas Southern just got beat by Southern. Handled. The, we thought that Alcorn State was going to destroy Texas Southern.
2: I think that's exactly what we said. Hey, prepare to get trounced. At least you at home.
1: Yeah, at least you at home. Texas Southern beat them 44 to 10. 44 to 10. And they lost their number one quarterback before the season started, and they still beat them 44 to 10. this is the reason I feel like that so many people are missing the boat
2: on HBCU football. Every week, the games are so good, and there is is a lot of parity. Like, on any week, you can lose. Bad and I think that yeah I think whooped I think that they should lean into that. That's an opportunity for you to you know if you really go into each game and you have to watch the game to figure out who's gonna win,
1: that's valuable. Dog Ladarius Owens goes. He ran for two hundred and eleven yards on the ground, and they put up thirty five points in the first half, and then. uh <laughs> Basically held serve in the second half. I, they basically took their heart in the first half. There was no more fight in Alcorn State. And now, when it comes to the SWAC standings, uh, in the SWAC West, Prairie View is five and two, Southern is four and three, Grambling is four and three, Alcorn is five and two. I don't know how this all plays out, but I know just like last year. Just like last year, Southern University can backdoor their way into the SWAC West Championship again. Uh, the West is so wild and wacky that, like the East is, has been settled. It is seven and zero for FAMU. Uh, oh, yeah. FAM
2: FAM showed up and said, "Hey, this is mine. The rest of y'all, y'all can shut up. Y'all can do whatever y'all want to,
1: but just don't come over here by by what me and Moose are doing over here." And they've run a very They didn't even they beat that team. They beat Lincoln 35 0 and decided to be, just not play their first string. Hey, y'all finna get some raps today, but you they knew that going into the game. On any given sun Saturday or Sunday in Alcorn's case. You're right. They did lose there. you right. They did lose on a Saturday. Um I mean on a Sunday. So yeah. like I said, the Swack West auto quietly is kept in the Swack East. Al- Guess who's number two in the Swack East? Jackson State is there, Bethune-Cookman, Alabama-A&M, Mississippi Valley State, and Alabama State. Guess who's number two? Should be Jackson. Alabama State. They are five and two in the SWAT. Alabama State. Go on to the next game so we can. (laughs) Now, this Alabama-A&M is the next game. Alabama-A&M, they didn't even, Bethune-Cookman didn't even put up a graphic. They just said, dump them. And they're sweeping up the poop. <laughs> they beat Alabama A and M thirty-one. First of all, that's that's just pure disrespect. Like next year, if Alabama A and M beat y'all, they may throw poop at y'all. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but Alabama A and M won thirty-one to fourteen. Quincy Casey went for one hundred seventy-one yards and a touchdown. Uh, it was just for Alabama A and M, but they had two picks. And then Bethune-Cookman just decided to run. Listen, Bethune-Cookman had three players rush for 150 yards. I mean, 400 yards. God. Walter Simmons, 165 on 16 carries, three touchdowns. Jimmy Robinson, 25 carries, 137. Mark Shaw, 12 oh. rushes, 109 yards. They rushed for 412 yards. They rushed for 412 yards. They threw the that's ball r- for 68 that's Somebody. That is beating somebody into absolute submission. To run the ball in 2023 for 412 yards, that's you might as well play the wing tee. There's no yeah, reason to throw the ball.
2: You had, you had the whole running back room have a party in the end zone. I mean, yeah, party
1: in the end zone. Are you like it? Now, I will say. But Cookman seems to be playing. Who's playing NCAA 05? Oh, freshman. What are you laughing
2: at? Denver Broncos go Denver Bronco like anybody, like like nobody Just else. It, can.
1: Interception. I missed it. But um no, missed extra point. Bone. Oh, yeah. So Alabama AM, man, they were having a good season until about two weeks ago. <laughs> and now I think they've lost two straight, two or three straight. You anyway, know what? That's when I start picking them, and that's what
2: happens. That's fine.
1: I think they lost two or three straight, and now they are four and six. And I think they were like, Four and three, and now they're four and six. So it's tough for them, but they do have some reinforcements coming. um Jamar Graham is a viral sensation quarterback from Tucker High School here in Atlanta, and you're wondering well, why are we talking about a high school quarterback viral sensation that committed to Alabama? And Jamar Graham is six foot eight. He is six foot eight, three hundred pounds, but doesn't look like he's three hundred pounds, and he plays quarterback and he is a big fella maybe he took him to the playoffs and now he is going to alabama AM and m to play football
2: i've been watching what it sounds crazy i've been following this guy for a very long time um <laughs> first of all he went to tucker high school i know exactly where that is. then on top of that you're like okay this guy is the size of an offensive lineman he's the size of a power forward at 300 pounds. He's an offensive
1: lineman.
2: <laughs> he can move, though. Yeah. And I start watching him, and to me, he's like, he's he's got a little Roethlisberger-esque in him. You know, the good parts, not the bad parts. Um, but he's just such a, he's such a big guy, but he got decent touch, and he's not, oh, boy, geez, just delete that statement.
1: Um, Sneaky but said he's a he's bigger by left wing. He's fair. Um, oh my bad. I'm to turn the chat off. My bad, y'all.
2: I just I've been I I as soon as I saw the dude at 6'8, I'm intrigued. And he's played pretty well so far. I didn't know where he was gonna go, but to see him go to HBCU is, is exciting. And he, you gotta put him on the field. And uh, he's been playing quarterback so long, I was just intrigued. Like, he's not a guy you can move to another position. He's a quarterback. That's it. So,
1: we have a question. Uh, they said, "Who has, who? has which coach is on the hottest seat in the SWAC, Alabama A&M's coach or Southern's coach, Vic, Coach Dooley? I'm actually going to – not Alabama. Alabama A&M's coach, if he's on the hot seat, may have saved his job by signing this 6'8 intriguing quarterback because he's intriguing and he's going to sell tickets immediately because he's 6'8". Oh, eight. yeah.
2: Have you seen the 6'8 kid? I, I, we want to see him play.
1: Yeah, so Alabama A coach is probably going to end up keeping his job by signing this kid. But Southern's coach has committed to the wrong quarterback for t- three years in a row now, and they keep Lose losing. Been
2: he been he's been picking the wrong guy,
1: <laughs> and he keeps and they keep losing. I would say Dooley's Dooley is at Southern You're University right. is on the h- hottest of hot seats right now. To answer your question, great question, great question.
2: I think that he probably finishes this season, and I think he probably. I think I think y'all extend one more season to him, maybe. It depends. But it also depends. It depends on what, because we're gonna talk about Texas A and M, but it's a lot about what, what coaches are available, and you have to make a decision. Is this a like?
1: Do we want to keep paying this guy? Um. I mean,
2: yeah. I mean, no, he has, he's So he's not. the reason he's
1: not, he's not. Yeah, he's taller than yeah, he The reason he's not fired now, the reason he's not fired now is it's the same thing that kept Jimbo for the last two years. It's that you had that massive buyout, but now nah, he's ain't seventy six, but it's big for HBCU coach. Paul, yeah. if necessary. So um, that's why. But at this point. With all the losing and inconsistency, they might they might end up firing Dooley. Uh, sometimes you have to
2: decide if there's a coach that's better they can take us to higher highs now. You pay you pay the toll and keep it moving. I think I mean, you know, I've I've been following Jimbo every week. Like, okay, what y'all gonna do with this? Y'all still not competitive. It's a lot of money not to be competitive.
1: Yep, yep. And other scores around the swack, uh Grambling beat Arkansas Pine below 14 uh, Southern lost to Prairie View at home on senior night, 27-21. Uh, Alabama State beat <laughs> Mississippi Valley 20-3. Of course, we told you all fam, you won 28 nothing, and Texas Southern won 44-10. So that was the scores around the uh, SWAC. Hey, MEAC, please post post that so that we could post it too. The MEAC scores, please do that. Um,
0: we want support, s-
1: man. I skipped because SIAC does it, the, the CIAAA does it, SWAC does it, Division Three does it. I start I, mean, put, I start being aggressive
2: and putting it right on. <laughs> if I don't, hey, can y'all put a scoreboard up, dog? We want to post it <laughs> on the podcast. I feel somebody
1: getting
2: in thing. trouble at work. Yeah, <laughs>
1: they keep asking for this. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and that was it in football. But I did skip something in basketball. It's not all bad for Southern. Southern University takes down UNLV uh, to start off the season 85-71 in Las Vegas. And they're playing number three Arizona right now. And I think they're only down by like six or seven points. Touchdown, Bills. Uh, So shout out to Southern University with the upset. Yeah, there have been a lot of these lately.
2: Which makes it more exciting, you know, especially as a person who really doesn't love college basketball at all, to see these upsets at least, you know, makes it a little bit more intriguing. And UNLV, y'all gotta get
1: it together, man.
3: Ooh,
1: Arizona came right on out and put an end to that. <laughs> Boy, it, <laughs> it was thirty to twenty-two. It's 48-28 now. <laughs> I'm not playing with you, dog. You got me messed up. I said no. You I just seen, say UNLV. I didn't see too many other
2: people struggle. <laughs> not me. That's what you have to go to the locker room and talk to them children like adults. Hey, y'all not going to get me fired today. I got a house. I have a family. I have a child that I'm trying to put through college. Just like y'all. y'all Arizona said, you win,
0: know
2: what? Or, or we're
1: going to fight after this game like
0: adults. I have the
2: bills
1: to pay. Arizona had 40. This is in the second half. So that'd be Arizona came out in the second half. And just At the end of the first half, it just said, you know what? It's over with. Is uh, Hey, do any <laughs> of y'all want to go to the NBA ever? <laughs> I
0: will tell them oh,
1: y'all. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the HBCU news around the culture. Uh, we talked about uh, news around uh, basketball. We did uh, football as well as Mahomes being honored by the Black College Hall of Fame, uh, as well as CIAA champs. Shout out to Virginia Union, one of the oldest HBCU sports athletic programs in the nation as well as uh Benedict College. Benedict College SIC champs again. Uh the wacky wacky west, the swack west, we'll keep y'all updated cuz next week we all know who going to – we all know. And honestly, the way that's fam you playing right. it don't really matter. But then we said that about North Carolina Central and they got beat 50 to 20 by hey, Howard. So I don't know. You just got to <laughs> shut just shut up. <laughs> and see who they roll out there, and we'll
2: see at the end of the game. That's all That's all I'm
1: doing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we go, before we go, before we go, Sneaky did say, Hampton University, we talked about the women's triathlon team and that they were going to compete. We said that last year, I mean last week, that they were going to nationals. Well, this past weekend they actually competed in nationals for the first time. So shout out to Hampton University. Yes, Sneaky, the only HBCU there for competing uh and solidifying what we talked about last week on the podcast. Shout out there. Only HBCU in attendance. Oh, man. I didn't.
2: With that said, thank you, guys. Always remember support HBCUs, and we will be what?
1: Right back. We'll be right back. Y'all stay tuned. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with our H, uh, with our football segment, news around the league versus both college and pro. We just finished our HBCU news around the culture segment, uh, where we talked about a few things, swack, the wacky wacky swack West, the Miak, as well as uh, some uplifting news about uh, Patrick Mahomes and HBCU's uh, history being made by Hampton's triathlon team. We are here football season is a is is the regular season is in full swing for the NFL it is winding down for college football when the regular season winds down what normally happens it gets interesting people get fired cuz those well, that too. are that's not <laughs> those that have underachieved or are underachieving or there may be a better Option presented. Normally the firing start and guess who finally got the axe after underperforming down there in College Station. Jimbo Fisher was fired Sunday and is owed seven point two million dollars annually until two thousand and thirty one, which is seventy two million dollars.
2: Now, y'all may be familiar with this because Norwell has found a way to be on Jimbo Watch now for going on probably about 12 weeks. Two years. Um, this, <laughs> this has been dating back from last season where we just knew he was never going
1: to get it done. We talked about that yesterday. So, all right. Since since the well, co- audience I mean, is going to ask let's that. Let's be real. Enable one coach that can be fired. So he's, so So, the audience asked... Will Atlanta's Falcons, I'm assuming, football coach be the next coach fired in the pros? Um, He was recently marked safe through the rest of this season. No. Arthur Blank basically said he has the vote of confidence of Arthur Smith. Now, why? It can't be performance. It has to be my dad. These two, him and his dad are cronies. They're buddies. Owner of Home Depot, owner of FedEx. <laughs> you know they know each other. That. I am. Yeah, I'm saying now, it. I'm saying I, it. There's no other reason to keep them. Ain't no reason to keep them. Ain't no reason. Ain't no reason. Ain't no reason.
2: I'm gonna let you go, then I'm gonna go. Cause I have a different opinion. That's good. That's it. So for me, because um, I kind of had a discussion a little bit earlier today, you haven't really given it like you gotta give him I like a, a legitimate quarterback. If you tell somebody that, hey, I gave you Marcus Mariota. And then I gave you Desmond Ritter, and then I gave you Taylor Heineke for
1: one game. You're the head coach. You picked Marcus Mariota. I didn't give you anything. You well, picked- well, no, well, no, nah, we we have no.
2: We could we couldn't afford anything else at that point. We could because we still had the cap hit. We still had the Matt Ryan cap hit, so it wasn't like we could go out and get anything of real value. And then this year y'all spent the draft capital the year before on drafting Desmond Ritter which is a third round dice roll you got like I think that sometimes that part gets kind of put is forgotten about at the end of the day we took that draft pick that we got from trading Matt Ryan and we picked Desmond Ritter and we were like all right well let's see what we got we wanted to see it last year that's the reason that I'm a little tight we should have figured out that Ritter wasn't it last year But now that we know that he isn't it, I think that you got to give him at least one chance with one legitimate quarterback.
1: That's all well and good. Arthur Smith's Smith's issues aren't just the quarterback. His play calling is awful. His play calling is terrible. You have all of these weapons, and you're running jet sweep halfback passes with Jonu Smith at the goal line. You got he four loved, running. You yeah, got three loves running backs.
2: John, New. I don't know why he loves John New so much, but he he loves.
1: So you 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 you. It's okay to say yeah. You don't have a quarterback, but when, honestly, what would you do with a quarterback? How what what the play calls that you plant? I we thought they were to mask, you know Desmond Ritter. But hell, you put Taylor Heineke in there, and they you still didn't throw the ball. You still call plays for John New Smith. Heineke looked Heineke looked a little bit better. Wait, do wait, wait score Jimbo more.
2: greater than Napier. No, 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 no. Sometimes it's you put all of the trash in the trash bag and you set the trash
1: out by the street on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Jimbo trash, Billy trash. All trash goes outside. So Jimbo, we'll get back to college football now that we've talked about Arthur Smith. Uh Jimbo fired, owed 76 million, 7.2 million through uh <laughs> We're not bringing. No, we no. do not want the Sanders. Listen, we, we the will Sanders get Sanders. to the pro football after we finish college. Let us finish college. We just got the to topic number one. Yeah, like nine. <laughs> Let us get to college. So, Jimbo Fisher, as you, if you don't remember, Jimbo was given. Don't know how you couldn't. <laughs> Jimbo was given a plaque. And I'm going to move the chat over here so that y'all can see it. Jimbo was given a plaque that said. Uh, by the Texas A&M football, <laughs> by Texas A&M football uh, athletic director, a future national championship NCAA Division One football national championship trophy that said 20-dash-dash dash, was given a plaque, was given to Jimbo Fisher. And now, not only is that plaque worthless, I'll buy that plaque. If I can find it, I'll oh, buy it. It's not <laughs> worthless, yeah. it's priceless. Cause now it's one of the best jobs that you, <laughs> you've ever seen. What are you talking about? I if I'm a Texas fan? I'm definitely okay. buying that, <laughs> and I'm putting it right there. Um, but he's getting paid seventy six million. Y'all, you you do not need this no more anyway, right? You don't <laughs> need, what you. <laughs> this only reminds you of the worst times. So I'm. A, I, I've heard different names. Have you heard any names associated with this job? Already,
2: it's gonna make you. Mad. I think it's too. I think it's too early. That that. That also is not going to happen. That, what? what you're talking about, is not going to happen. What? Oh, okay. First of all, no. We're not bringing Deion Sanders and his family to Atlanta. No. Number one. Number two, no, I do. I mean, I don't think that Deion is going to Texas A&M either. Now, I do think that that's probably that's one of what the I few was places. About,
1: but that, that's what you've heard. And, yeah, that's not what I was talking about,
2: though. Yeah, that's what I heard. I saw Stephen A. Smith say that today. So but the, uh, no. I mean, but they got the I, money. I, that that's the part about Texas A&M that scares me, and not the
1: money that they have to pay him. The money they have to get players. They had seventy-six million dollars to say, "Don't come back." <laughs> so they got they got that, enough money to go a get somebody tricky, else. Because the
2: seventy-six million dollars, what is it going to cost them to keep losing? That that's where you got to have. That's where you got to make your mat. Your seventy-six million dollars. Million? This is gonna cost them $76 million either way. No, it could, no, but you don't, you don't, you don't know what other money that you're gonna lose by people losing interest in a program that's not competitive. And the people who gave you the money, if they see that's what you're doing, then no, you can't have my money no more. <laughs> <laughs> like anybody, you just stole my money. You know how your parents say when you go buy something stupid? You just spending my money any type of way. If it was your <laughs> money,
1: you act differently. Um Uh, So, here's what I've heard. Dan Lanning from Oregon. Lane. But this is who's going to piss you off. Lane Kiffin from Ole Miss. Because Lane has also been, allegedly, uh, he's had his eye on the Florida job. And what I've heard with the Florida job is if they get rid of Billy, they will look at Jimbo.
2: the lights on so y'all can y'all understand. <laughs> don't y'all hire Jimbo Fisher to do a damn thing for my team? Don't you hire him to do nothing? I don't want you to hire Jimbo Fisher to sell popcorn for this team. <laughs> I don't want him. Y'all should not be even the people who making the decisions over there. Let me tell you some of their greatest hits: Jim McElwain trash uh what's his name the guy coaching that, that coached in south carolina trash i heard will muschamp
1: trash great defensive don't
2: forget, y'all hired Ryan zook also trash
1: oh yeah the article today did say urban meyer possibly the texas and that was another name thrown out y'all don't want that to happen y'all i'm gonna tell y'all again
2: I set this podcast up, uh, Reggie. If <laughs> we gonna get like you know how Reggie trying to kind of move us through topics today, if Urban Meyer bring his old decrepit, injured, half dead ass out of that broadcasting booth, and he go down to the college station, oh, uh, <laughs> we and him are gonna have a conversation that may lead to fisticuffs. <laughs> And I mean that from the bottom of oh, my it. soul. It is, this day I prayed is for that man when he said his heart fell out of his chest. Then he went up there to Ohio State and his brain fell out of his head. <laughs> and now you think you finna tell me. Oh, he, there's a know, joke that I can't say. It is no way in hell that his body that has been through so much can take this.
1: this I'm going to say it and I'm going to timestamp it. Timestamp. We're going to say it.
2: <laughs> you probably have to call it time, time
1: stamp it anyway because I'm cussed. <laughs> Urban Meyer lost his his heart fell out his chest when he went to Florida. His brain fell out his head when he went to Ohio State. And something else fell out when he went to the bar in Cincinnati. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
3: That's all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> what well, Mr. Said, I don't know what I was doing. It. it jumped in my lap. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. Urban Biden letting everything free. Give me, <laughs> and, and but oh boy, big, big, big old freak. And on top of that, he got caught with that cheerleader this year. When they swept, they swept that under the rug with Urban. You ain't had no business yeah, canoodling yeah. with nobody.
1: <laughs> right <laughs> there on, on set, Urban a wild boy. Urban, this is another tangent we ain't mean to go down. Urban a wild boy though. But anyway, uh, Jimbo is fired. Oh, wow. Lane Kiffin has his names have been thrown around. Uh there's a lot of money, and this has basically become the premier job. And I told y'all what was gonna happen with Florida, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. I don't, I don't know if this job is premier
2: like it once was. I think this time around, it's gonna come like you know how it's like siblings. The first sibling can do whatever because they don't really know. But the second time around,
1: oh no, 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 no. Ain't gonna be no ten year contract.
2: I'm saying three, four years. Time. No,
1: it won't be a 10 year contract. I think it's a premier job just because you have unlimited resources. There's you, you can, there is no, no, whatever plan you want to implement and however much it's going to cost. And you think it's going to win. They are going to raise that money. And Josh Allen I, just threw another interception. Right, that's what he specialized in doing. He didn't Josh him the Allen most he's been broken. in the NFL. And he going to watch it right there. <laughs> Was that certain? Oh my God. No, that's Foster Moreau. <laughs> Boy. Um, but yeah, so I I, I think Texas ended premiere because they have they have so much money. They got so much money that they I don't feel like they're
0: I,
2: I don't feel like they're going to be doling out money like they have in the past. And I just feel like it's going to be shit. a— shit. What? what what what? Why not? They just paid seventy
1: six million
2: just down dropped it. Let me t- let me t- let me tell you what people don't want to do after they spend seventy six million to blow another seventy six million.
1: <laughs> Sneaky like I tried to tell y'all. Josh Allen's broken. He's broken. He ain't oh, even looking Diggs. at the tape. Diggs for to be a cowboy, too, now. I'm going to tell you all yeah, that. Stephon He's Diggs, on, we get to NFL. Stephon Diggs after this game. He might call. He might be on the private bus to Jerry World today. Uh, other news around NCAA football. Sam Pittman is on the hot seat in Arkansas. Uh, the rumors after they got absolutely destroyed by uh, uh, Auburn. Sam Arkansas team that beat Florida. But that coach is not on the hot seat. Apparently, he's yeah, gonna want, get you another want me to year. Cut you out today.
2: I see it. I see it. You trying. <laughs> you trying so hard to get me to just.
1: <laughs> but Sam Pittman um, is on the hot seat, and then at Mississippi State, Zach Arnett, uh, head coach of Mississippi State, who replaced uh, Mike Leach after just one year after he passed away. Um, uh, uh, he is now fired at Mississippi State. So there's a lot of games opening up, and I promise you, I don't know if Billy is. I'm, I'm trolling you, but I don't know if Billy's safe. Depend on who else gets fired. Um, other names for Texas A&M, uh, Duke's head coach. Duke's head coach, Mike Elko, is a name for Texas A&M because he was the defensive coordinator when they were good, and then when he left is when all that scandal and defense broke loose. Uh so a Well, damn. and then final, the final name um, is Washington's head coach. Washington's head coach, dang.
2: Well, I saw somewhere where they want
1: they want to draft Washington's wide receiver before they want to draft Michael Penix. And I'm like, oh, y'all, that's dope. Kalen, Kalen DeBoer. Yeah, Kalen DeBoer is definitely on that list as well. I, if, I Y'all better draft Michael Penix. He, they talking about he fall to the Falcons. But
2: I digress. Said they said they're going to pass fast to Falcons. What I saw today said, we take the wide receiver
1: from Florida State. What what? Why are you gonna give Arthur Smith more weapons to be disappointed with? What? what? can't even get the ball to You know, you know. I'm, a, I'm, I'm. All right, now you don't piss me off. Now, one thing, my father is on the chat today. My sister's watching too. <laughs> Shout out my wife. One thing that I used to always get in trouble for, I never really got in trouble for messing up. It was doing the same thing that I messed up on twice is when I got in trouble. You did if you did something stupid, hey, you're learning. But if you do something stupid twice, is when you get in trouble. Falcons, this would be year number four. This would be the fourth time. We didn't give you four, three, we gave you three first round picks that are all good. Two of them just supposed to be generational. And you're gonna go get another toy to play. He can't even give the ball to Algier or Cordero now. Cordero, the nicest person on the Falcons. And he already, he'll never subtweet. He's subtweeting now. And you gonna get him somebody else? Listen, if y'all don't get a quarterback, so that we can say fire him or keep him. Listen, Man. I don't want any more excuses. No more excuses. You didn't took me all off. I didn't. My whole list done, done, done minimized. minimize. Y'all didn't piss me off so bad talking about damn Arthur Smith and another another skill position. If y'all don't get a left, a left a left guard and a damn quarterback, Falcons. I don't know. I will write every day. I will send carrier pigeons just to poop on y'all car. I I will be the most annoying fan on earth if y'all keep being stupid. That
2: is the that is the one thing about being an unhappy fan is you have all the time in the world to troll. Oh, oh, oh.
1: and I'm either, a stat I can guy. I'm write a
2: statue I can write really negative things about the team, and uh,
0: you've
1: only given me negative things to write about. And I'm going to stat you down too. Arthur Smith like to stat himself down. I stat you down. You, I stat you until you, you are trash. And I'll explain to you why you're trash in a detailed PowerPoint in presentation if you mess with me. But anyway, now that we back off that tangent again, Norwood, see, we're trolling each other at this point. Um, ooh, that's interesting. Florida State's coach to Texas AM and Dion go to Florida State. Dion's not going to Florida State. They did Deion his homeboy and dirty. They still have
3: beef.
1: Yeah, they did his homeboy dirty. Um and then they didn't hire him, so he's not going. They He don't even claim Florida State right now.
2: He's been stealing their recruits every year, like
1: specifically Florida State guys. Yep. Um. So let's talk about these games of the week, these top teams that – well, not games of the week. Top teams in the NCAA, uh, top 25 kind of made a statement, starting with yours truly. Um, the now Georgia Bulldogs. Team, that's yours. The yours. Georgia Bulldogs won by a lot. Uh I believe it was fifty two to seventeen. Right? Nobody cares, boy. Fifty two seventeen. And it wasn't even really it wasn't that close. Fifty two seventeen wasn't it wasn't even that close. And <laughs> and if you go I'm back less to...
2: happy now cuz they not like the last 2 years that's one thing those are legitimate just like world generational
1: beaters. yeah generational world beaters
2: now i don't um whatever that I don't i don't uh the quarterback <laughs> his name Lam McConkie out there just trash mcmurphy and I'm like, oh.
1: but, <laughs> i like but i trash mcmurphy all yeah, right so with georgia and mississippi I told y'all on Saturday Morning Live, I said Mississippi has a little bit of a scandal going on um, with uh, Lane Kiffin. And it's not really a scandal per se. It's just one of his his – his starting defensive tackle, DeSanto Rollins, uh, took a mental health break for two weeks but did not communicate to the staff at all. Didn't communicate to the head coach, the defensive line coach, Whatever. And when he came back, Lane Kiffin, and when he went to go speak to the coach, he secretly recorded Lane Kiffin, which we'll get to. Uh, This was the conversation that they had before Lane Kiffin kicked him off the team. And he said, basically, he said, you know, DeSanto said, my mom said, I don't need to talk to you if I don't have to. I wasn't ready to talk to you. And Lane Kiffin said, I don't give a F what your mom says. In the real world, you have to show up to work. And, I mean, this is what it is. It's work. Swipe right, swipe right. Oh, well, let me turn the volume up then. I think we actually have it, so let's see. When you kept getting messages, the head coach wants to talk to you and you saying, I'm not ready to talk to him.
2: I wasn't. Well, what what world do you live in?
0: I don't see why you gotta be disrespectful. Answer.
2: Get out of here, go, go. You're off the team, you're done. See you. See you. Because I'm. See you. Go. Go. And guess what? We can kick you off the team. So go read your f-ing rights about mental health. We can kick you off the team for not showing up. When the head coach asks to meet with you and you don't show up for weeks, okay, we can remove you from the team. It's called being the foot. It's called hiding behind and not showing up to work.
1: Now. Oh, wait, 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 wait talk to you, and you saying I'm
2: not ready to talk to oh, you. Yeah, that was it, that was it, that was it, so. I hate this precarious time that we live in, because there are gonna be people who are gonna kick lanes back in about this. Oh, this kid, or all of this, and you didn't have to be mean to him, and you probably didn't have to call him that expletive that you did at the end. Mm. Didn't have to. But, no. I also... I also understand why you did. I I don't think that you're wrong. Let me be very clear to to say that I support mental health. I can understand how playing for a division one college football team could be very trying on your mental health. And honestly, I don't think that there are probably many places to get better resources than on one of these teams because you have so many different things at your back and call. Now, with that said, you cannot be ready to talk to somebody but you still have to communicate. Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm at. These are the measures that I'm taking. But just no call, no show. Hey man, they're paying for you to eat. They're paying for you to live there. The least you could do is communicate regularly.
1: Well, so and this is a uh, something that I brought up on Saturday. Old miss, every SEC school, pretty much every school major college football program has a mental health specialist or mental health department, any sports, not even football, sports, any sports department, athletic department has a mental health something because it's so prevalent now. Um, You have a mental health specialist on staff one. So for you to bypass, I don't know. I don't know the situation. I don't know if uh, DeSoto talked to the mental health specialist and then left and went AWOL, but I do know that you have an opportunity to talk to somebody in that department. One.
2: Yeah, and if, if the coach, if he communicated with the mental health specialist and then the coach didn't know, that's on Lane Kiffin. But everything, that the way that is it's, and we only have one side of this, but the way that it sounds, it sounds like he wasn't communicated. Now, the other part about this is.
1: Well, hold on, hold up, number this? two. Yeah, that's what, that was my second part, number two. This looks really bad because you taped him in secret, right? You That sounds like you went in there with an agenda to prove your innocence or prove that you weren't at fault in how bad of a person Lane Kiffin is it, that when he kicked you off the team. Like, you were building your case. That's not a good look when you go that AWOL for a two though. weeks. I was in college – and I didn't show up to work at Cracker Barrel for two weeks. At the end, I had school. I was ready to go. You know what they said when I came back? And I actually told them the first day. I was like, "Y'all, y'all need to take me off the schedule. I'm not gonna be there." And they said, "Well, you told us too late. The policy says you have to give us, you know, a week or two in advance to be taken off the schedule." And I was like, well, "I'm not doing it. I don't show up." You know what happened when I showed up for work? They walked me in the office, took my apron, and said, "Hey, appreciate it." <laughs> Gather your things. <laughs> Gather your things. You can't do that. And I said, "Well, I had school." They said, "Yeah, but if you look in the manual." You have to speak to us. You have policies and this. Now you have right. to follow the policies. And if you don't have somebody that's helping you follow those policies, now that's on the university, but it's on you to know them. You got to know those policies. But and you, you can't hide behind your mom either. Like we know enough about sports.
2: Number one, you have a position coach. He, he failed. He, yes, they both did. Yes. He failed. But I mean, also, I mean, the position coach kind of might be in a tough situation. I, what about if he can't get with him? I can't get in touch with him. Eventually you have to just tell, I mean, it's just like every other job. Tell your supervisor, man, I can't get in contact with this person. Yeah. But you also have trainers, you have like student uh athletic advisor people who help you with all of this. There are a myriad of people who you can talk to. Like if you don't want to talk to the coach, I don't blame you, man. College football coaches ain't the most forgiving guys, not the most black guys, not, not any of those things, but the, all of these places do have places or people you can speak to. And all you had to do was talk to the mental health professional and say, hey, man, I'm still going through something right now. And at that point, you would have really protected yourself and not got kicked. I'm not going to say not got kicked off the team, but you probably make it through. The, I mean, at this point, you made it through the majority of Of this season, and you probably make it through the end of next semester. Honestly, if you communicate,
1: and I'll probably get you to be able to transfer to a situation that's better for you. If you still wanted to play, you got to be able to use the resources. It's like using the career service—the career services that nobody ever uses. If you actually use them, they get everybody jobs every year. But you got to use them. It's the same thing. So I will say we are praying for your mental health, Desoto. I hope everything works out with you. Lane, you're right. You were correct. Your your delivery was wrong, but also you were. I'm giving him bail because he was taped in the heat of the moment. He was taped in the heat yeah. of the moment, and he was and taped secretly. We don't
2: know what he did to try to reach out to it. It, it. I mean, we all human. If I keep reaching out to you and you don't answer, it's gonna you gonna piss me off too. And he said, especially, I've been trying to meet you for weeks. If, exactly, especially like if I'm trying to meet you and you don't know how much Lane has like invested in this kid. Where I might really care about you
1: and really oh, be like find above out. And beyond. Oh, oh you meant, oh you meant that I thought you meant I yeah, was like they
2: got that too no, now no 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 but what I'm saying what is like imagine job. if it's a it's a person I care about it's a person who I may have recruited I might sat in I might sat on your sofa and talk to your mother and then I keep calling you like hey man hey man you know what we talked about I mean we've all managed people before we got jobs and yep. it'd be a person who you genuinely trying to help to be better and then they won't they won't Reach back out, then yeah. Next time we talk, if I've invested time and emotion into you, I'm gonna tell you how I
1: feel, and I might be wrong, but yeah. At this, hey, what what do they say? Hey, emotions are real. <laughs> so that was strike one for Miss Ole Miss. I was like, first off, they already D line ain't. They're good at rushing the pass, but they ain't good at anything else on the D line. I was like, well, they down one. Step two, Heinz Ward has been rumored. Uh, basically asked what his answer would be if Kirby called him to a role to UJ staff tomorrow. Heinz Ward said I would be at Georgia tomorrow, and guess who was seen having a conversation after the game? Heinz Ward and Kobe and Kirby Smart. I was like, oh, so Kirby was out there. Heinz Ward was there. Kirby had to go there and put on a show. I was like, oh, that's t- that's two, and then Georgia has to. They are. Their schedule is being called soft. Their schedule is being called uh, cupcake, if you will. And Kirby Smart had this to say about uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, during the pregame on the Pat McAfee show. This is what he had to say to those that had this.
2: Hold on. If any of y'all heard the Drake album and
1: y'all were disappointed because you didn't get the bars that you, you wanted to hear, Kirby's finna to leave you with one right now. Kirby, got y'all. Let's listen to what Kirby had to say when it came to talking about their soft schedule. Soft schedule.
2: Everybody's doubted us and given us motivation through that. The playoff rankings literally have not come across my desk. I don't care. I really don't think our team – cares they just want to get in the four that's the goal right so it's not been about where you put us or what you say about us we got to go out and do it on the field and in the sec you got to do that every week man it's, it's how easy this year oh yeah yeah according <laughs> to everybody else like i said there's an open invitation call greg sankey come down here and get you some of this sec if you want it <laughs> i'm gonna tell y'all i hate georgia i detest georgia <laughs> There are two teams that I hate, and Georgia is, is tied for number one with the New York Yankees. When I heard this, I was like, oh, this is a damn bar. This is it. <laughs> we might have to find a place to put this in the podcast intro because it's so <laughs> – as soon as I heard it, I was like, hey, it's a bar. It's good. It's it's too good it's not, not to idea. be
1: that good. Yes. Kirby is definitely in first-person shooter mode, and Kirby has – yes, he calls uh, – has yeah, something that he has written down called ABC. And this is definitely an ABC move. It's always be recruiting. Always be recruiting. Uh, and he's had that motto since he started with Nick Saban. And this was definitely part of a recruiting pitch. But it was also a shot at everybody else that's saying Georgia's, uh, uh, they're finally getting a test with Ole Miss. Everybody else they play has been terrible. blase, blase, blah, blah, even though they played more ranked teams than a lot of teams. Period. But, and Kirby had something to say about it. And when he said that, I was like, oh, oh, Miss don't stand a chance. Oh, Miss don't stand a chance against Georgia at home. He and they had like everybody Pastor back.
2: Troy. When Pastor Troy was looking for
1: masterpiece, <laughs> <laughs> where Everybody say they bought it, then. Let's go to war. <laughs> Georgia came in. Layton Kiffin went forward on fourth down, and they missed a deep pass Shout out to so my dad and I had one of the funniest father son moments ever during this game. I was here with the baby, he was at home. We were watching the game. My sister is traveling, but we were all watching the game together. And Jackson Dart, I am happy that you are okay because you made one of the poorest life decisions I've seen made by a quarterback in a long time. Jackson Dart scrambled to the left. They were down 20, 35 to 7, something like that. May have been 35, yeah, 35-7. It wasn't close. Take care of your life. Take care of your life. He scramb- Jackson Dart is picked to go to the lead now. He scrambled left, and instead of sliding, he took on a DB, a safety, and Zion Logue. That's Most huh? athletes that play life. sports that are named Zion Are behemoths. And Giant Lowe ain't no different. He's 6'5, 315, 320, and he was running, and they all met together. Jackson Dart, unconscious, broken collarbone. My dad texted me immediately and said, Is he crazy? Hey, and son, I, you could, I better, said, you beat be, me too. Make and make I was like, what was he thinking? That was the point. You are down. Listen, heart only gets you so far. I don't need to see your heart when you down 35-14, Jackson Dart. I don't need to see you take on everybody else. Yeah, you you, 6'5", you, you 220, but he's 6'5", 320. <laughs> and that ain't gonna, work out. And Jackson that? Dart was unconscious. And I put it in the group. I said, oh, I think he's sleep." And they showed the replay I said, "Oh he's sleep sleep like he's sleep sleep um, Then he tried to get lot, up a lot of naps was handed out this weekend. <laughs> he tried to get up and that arm stayed down I said, oh he broke they broke him they broke him so Georgia has to me solidified themselves as number one for now. I don't think Ohio State is going to be above Georgia now that Georgia beat the number eight team in the nation 52 to 17. Georgia looks damn good. Hey, and I got to say this to Mike Bobo, because I kick your back in all the time. You called a hell of a game. You called a hell of a game. You have Carson Beck looking like he's trying to go pro. Uh, You're going to make me remi- remember this man's name. I did, I've i gone
2: all season. Delusion. And no, and, know, <laughs> that's, and that's not good.
1: learn that man's name. <laughs> you going to know damn. it, they're going to start talking him up.
2: No, I ain't going to do that either. I don't, I'm not that much of a believer in him. But, yeah, uh, this is... It was something, man. And Georgia also. Lose, before lose, we move on, lose, Georgia, lose, Georgia, lose. Georgia. Do Georgia. me a favor.
1: And lose. Georgia clinched <laughs> I really the would SEC East. If you
2: would just lose a game.
1: Georgia clinched the SEC East. They now play Tennessee, and then they play uh, Georgia Tech to end before they go. Nessa, to, people uh, love the Dululu around here. <laughs> they love it. Uh, other, other, other scores. Uh, Washington won 35-28 uh over Utah in a hard-fought game. Utah played well, but the Dubs are 10-0. and 0. They're number five, but as long as they went out, they will get into the college football playoff because Michigan and Ohio State have to play each other. So, and we don't know what's happening with Michigan now with Jim Harbaugh. We'll get to that. So, Nothing. Washington and Penix damn thing. outscored Utah. Utah looked good. Um... Well, Washington is holding serve at five and zero. Yeah, yeah. Like
2: Utah played a damn good game. They just played against a better team. And you got to remember, Utah is playing with their new quarterback, back up, Cam Rising. Is going to the yeah, league. yeah, Cam Rising <laughs> just hasn't played. He's he was out there like a coach with a
1: hoodie on. I was like, yeah, Cam made a business decision. He and the he's done so much for that university that they haven't said anything. But he's definitely. Because yeah, he was supposed I, to be back like four weeks ago. Yeah, you but like once, nope. once the guy started winning, you can't take him out of this position because yes, he's been can. winning. Yes, and you can. Cam was like yes, you I'm not can. coming yes, back can. here yes, next year. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. If your starting quarterback is Cam Rising, you can, you can, you can. Whoever the backup quarterback is, you can, you can take him out. Yes, you can. They're talking about he might return. Cam Rising. Nah, nah, he'd be foolish to do that now.
0: Yeah, no I think way you'd I
1: would. get your NFL job, buddy. No way I would do that now. But uh, shout out to Washington, they won, and then Alabama. Jalen Milrow had passing touchdowns all over Kentucky, and they won forty nine to twenty one to secure the SEC West. Uh, they play Chattanooga next week before they play in the Iron Bowl with Auburn. Um I like this post calls Curiosity, because you know Curiosity killed the cat. They won 49 21. Um, and they are now going to the SEC Championship.
2: Yeah, I mean, I gotta give Nick Saban. I'm gonna give I'm gonna continue to give him his credit. This has not been a fun Alabama team to watch. I can't imagine it's been the most fun season to coach, but he's found a way to get it done and not have a lot of what he's had in the past. The running back isn't – the running backs aren't dominant like they've been in the past. It's not like the wires. receiver room. Yes, they are. Jalen
1: Milrow is, is dominant as hell. <laughs>
2: Can't stop him That man is a quarterback And we gotta respect him as a quarterback Because they gave two other guys an opportunity And they get it done Milrow Milrow has has adapted And gotten the job done And I want to give that man a ton of credit Because I came here and I looked at him And I said oh you're not a quarterback And he's found a way to get it done And put his team basically
1: In in position to compete for a national championship Yeah um, They're still in it they're still in it. They have to, they, they, unfortunately, they don't, because of their loss to Texas, who did win 20, struggle win. Shout out to AD Mitchell uh, bailing that team out, struggle win. Um, they beat TCU, but because Alabama lost to Texas, they're on the outside looking in, even if they were to win out. Now, if they win out, they'll be the SEC, East champ, the SEC champ. And I, I don't think you can not have the SEC champ in the playoff if they only have one loss. But that then you what do you do it with Georgia? Because a lot of people don't respect Georgia's schedule. But they would have lost that. The SEC I can get Georgia again. to
2: lose Bobs Davis, it'll be a W to me. Anytime. If they lose, they can lose at checkers. Whatever it is, I'm happy about. <laughs> I need them just to lose soon.
1: But Texas, man, A D Mitchell came in clutch. Uh they escaped four and five TCU.
2: Uh, this don't give me the of confidence I wanted though.
1: I don't know what to think about Texas because Quinn Ewers did come back. He did come back this game and he played. And of course, I mean, Ad Mitchell uh, and Xavier Worthy basically won the game for them. It was David. I think they scored twenty eight points. <laughs> All twenty eight points.
2: I don't think that Ewers is one hundred percent. And I think I don't this think so is, either. But I think I his think job was w- on the line why do you think his job? I don't think it's well, this is I think that you could have won with Malik Murphy, and I don't you I don't know if you could have like whatever you do, what are you gonna do? say, oh, we're not gonna play you Quinn all right, that's fine. I'm out of here anyway, but I'm gonna tell you that's gonna make other people look look at you crazy,
1: yeah, yeah, but Texas did win um so they're holding serve. I think Texas is number six, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe number the SEC seven.
2: looks like it might be a gauntlet
1: next year, buddy. Like, yeah. You going to throw you going to throw Oklahoma and Texas into this with no divisions. No divisions. So that's even print. crazier. Um and then of course, Florida State escapes Miami. We said on Saturday morning live that that game, you never know when it comes to rivalry games, what can happen in Florida State is Mr. Ride that's Right, wide right
2: seated rivalry for decades, and that's a, it's a really good football game. And I want to say the same thing about Utah Washington, Utah Washington, Miami, Florida State, great. Even Florida LSU, even though we got whooped, that was a damn good game until it wasn't.
1: Yeah, I so that's next. So then once you have the. The top teams, the top teams basically held serve. Ohio State won. Um, nobody really changed. The only thing that will change is that Georgia beat Ole Miss so bad that they'll end up being number one in the in the nation. For now, um, then there's teams that were kind of like playing for pride, right? They were kind of in the fight last uh, in the last couple of weeks, but then they lost uh, a few. They lost a couple games. One being Oklahoma. So Oklahoma. Oklahoma played West Virginia, and that's a deep of Whether people know it or not, that is a deep rivalry, and I don't know why. But it yeah. is a deep rivalry. It got to Tussman. Uh, and Oklahoma was up 45-0. And during, like, a celebration, a fight broke out. But when Oklahoma scores, kind of like Alabama-Georgia-SEC, the lights turn out, and they go kind of crazy and flicker, and the lights went out. And when the lights came back, the bottom picture you see right here is what happened. And that is Stoops son on the ground. He is the one of the leading receivers, if I'm not mistaken. Is it Stoops? I think it's Stoops son.
2: Um they've been and he has been kind of getting targeted all season. You remember the one game, and they were like, Oh, just kick it to him.
1: Yeah, yeah. And when he was when they were tackling him, top left picture for those that can't see the cursor. Um when they came back from break, he was just on the ground. And I was like, dang, they and they must have just on the ground with pads, which means whatever they did, they hit him hard. Uh Oklahoma won, but this was an ugly, ugly melee. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, you saw him. <laughs> Butts was whooped. <laughs> you better keep your head on the swivel, kid. They lost the game but won the fight. Hey man, that's all that's something you always learn. If you're going to lose the game and they trying to fight, you better win the fight. Um then there was LSU versus Florida. LSU just lost to Alabama. They are they were f- at 1.2 weeks ago before they played Alabama in the in the yeah, they were squabbling, squabbling. They were in the the national championship. <laughs> They were, <laughs> they were in the national championship picture. They lost, but they still have a lot of rivalry games. This Florida LSU game is a rivalry game. 52-35 LSU and Death Valley. I told you, and this was the best case scenario for me, because I said I wanted Florida to go down there. I said they're going to win one of these last games. and I forgot who they play. I think they play Florida State, and then they have one more game left. They gotta, they play somebody. I said, they're going to win or show up in one of these last games. And this game against, I thought this was the game that they were going to win. They were winning. They were stopping LSU or they were keeping up with LSU. And then this man right here, Jaden Daniels, has 600-plus all-purpose yards, 372 passing, 234 rushing, five touchdowns, Six hundred and six total yards, and he hit the Heisman after his last touchdown. This play right here was crazy. Look at this right here, cha cha cha, and this was the first touchdown. I want to touch that. And I and
2: I told you, I put I put it right in the group. I said, hey man, I have an answer for that. That's a really that's a
1: really good football player playing very good football. I don't. I didn't believe. believe. People said, and this may be prisoner of the moment, but one of our Ravens' friends said, hey, he looks like what Lamar used to do at Louisville. Look at that! Cha-cha-cha. Look at it that! Looks, it's
2: impressive. It's super impressive.
3: It, he I, I looks don't, like don't Lamar out don't,
2: there. And, and he does. The reason he looks like Lamar is he's running fast and not trying to run fast at the same time. You know and, how Lamar used to do that, like, sprint jog thing? Yeah. he like, what did he just stop? Or, you know, the high... Everybody's seeing that one high school highlight where he's right at the end zone. He's running very fast and, and just, just stops on a dive and flies by, and then he walks in the end zone. He just has that, that ability to turn the speed on and turn it off kind of at will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'm very interested to see where he gets drafted. But I mean, I'll be honest, man. Florida, y'all played it,
1: y'all played as about as good as y'all could have. Thirty-eight points, which is like I said, perfect for your boy, because How'd I don't play for... like that during the
2: rest of the games. Then y'all probably, will... I mean, we will be a, in a different situation, but it is what it is. The team that you were wondering about to finish out the season, Florida plays Missouri. And then after we play Missouri, Florida beats Missouri, Florida,
1: Florida beats Missouri, calling it right now, Florida beats Missouri. Uh, but this was the best case scenario for me here because LSU Lamar, Josh Crenshaw was good, brother. Um, I don't know why your chat isn't showing up, but everybody else's is. Um, I will say uh, Florida beats Missouri, and Billy Donovan scored 35 points, which gives you hope. Billy Donovan is once again the coach. Not Billy Donovan. Billy Napier. Billy Napier. And
2: we're not going to talk about Billy Donovan because Billy Donovan is a two time champ. Billy (laughs) Napier is a two year chunk. Those are two different guys on two different (laughs) spectrums.
1: Not a two-year chump. Um, so that's going to happen. Y'all going to keep you Billy seen next year. Teams before? Have you y'all going to keep the screens? Billy next year. But shout out to I'm LSU i I'm glad to see Jay y'all Games. starting to notice the screens, too. Oh, I the first five plays against Georgia were all screens.
2: Yeah, and that means it's five times I tried to punch myself in the face.
1: Oh, there he is. Josh switched over to Twitch. I don't know, but uh, all the other um, YouTube was showing up. I don't know why Josh didn't. But anyway... Uh, So that was the teams that were kind of playing for pride. LSU dominated Florida, Oklahoma beat West Virginia. And then finally at the end of this NCAA tournament, we have what you call Gash Station Sushi. Uh, (coughs) Tennessee, I needed, I picked Tennessee to win. (laughs) Some of those worked on those screens. Some of those screens work, not against Georgia. Uh, I picked Tennessee to win. This game against Missouri, because because, because because I needed Tennessee to stay ranked high enough so that when Georgia plays them next week, I need Georgia to beat another ranked team. Well, that doesn't look like it happened. Missouri beat beat Tennessee thirty six to seven, and it could have been I'm gonna like do like seventy two to fourteen. Uh.
2: (laughs) You see me raise my hand?
1: Go ahead, go ahead, Who told y'all
2: Tennessee was some trash? Who (laughs) told y'all never to believe in Tennessee? Who told y'all that Tennessee wasn't going to be good until Phil Fulmer is back in the coaching position? (laughs) Who said that? Reggie came in here and told me. I got another one I'm going to call you out on a little bit later. And tried to make me believe it. Reggie tried to make me believe in Tennessee, and I said, no, sir, that is trash. When? You
1: talking about this last week?
2: No, this season, early in the season. You try, You like, nah, they might be something. Because we yeah. talked about the SEC East, and you said, hey, I think that they may be able to make a run at the East. I said, they are trash, Reggie. They are a terrible football team. And what is Tennessee specializing doing all season for me proving me to be right? When so many of my teams and some of my predictions have been wrong, One thing that I can't count on is Tennessee gonna be who? Themselves. And 36 0 against, I mean, 36 7 against a team we barely respect being in the SEC is embarrassing. It's terrible. And y'all are, y'all not even gas station sushi. (laughs) Y'all are side of the road. Possum? Roadkill? Yes, (laughs) roadkill. First of all, you got killed on the road. Also, you know you don't have no business even going over there to seeing
1: what that man is cooking on the grill. This ain't the <laughs> place to stop. Yeah, y'all stopped in Missouri, Tennessee, and got smoked. And now y'all play Georgia next week or this Saturday coming up at 3.30. Um, hey, you're going to not... get
2: boxed upside your head, man. You're
1: going to get stomped out. You, well, hey. it's now it's in Neyland Stadium, and it's their Super Bowl because they got to win this to get bowl eligible, if I'm not mistaken. Washington Wizards were up 71-48 to 48 at
2: the beginning of the third. They are now down four to Toronto.
1: <laughs> Jordan Poole about to talk his way out. There.
2: It he don't matter. If, I want y'all to understand <laughs> one thing about trash. If you're trash, you can't never run away from the bag. The, are, <laughs> they're going to bind you and they're going to stuff you in that trash bag. My dad said gas
0: station sushi. I
2: don't know why this <laughs> thing ain't loaded. And it it just it you can't outrun who you are, and that's one of the tougher parts of podcasting is when you know that somebody is trash, but you got to let the rest of the world soak up that that garbage can juice. That's 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 the intermediary period where I have to like govern my feelings and my emotions very very
1: carefully. Uh, I get mad
2: when y'all don't see what I see.
1: Well, put your right hand back there. up, because there you go. Put your hand back up, because there you go. Uh, and now, we did tell y'all, there's two things. There is gas, station sushi, but we told y'all about Arizona. Arizona's the best three-loss team in the nation. Uh, well, maybe not anymore, because LSU. But they're one of them, three or four, three-loss team. They're one of the best three-loss nation. Hey, Dion, one in one in seven against the Pac-12, uh, 34-31. Um, Clear out, Reggie. Clear on
2: out. Clear on out. You know, not the way. I suck. Saw, I suck. Saw, I saw, I'm going to wave you off. I want all of you who call me a hater. Look in the camera. Look in the camera. <laughs> you. And I want to, please clip this up. I have told y'all that Colorado was a bad team that was now me. And y'all called me a hater. You called me things that I would dare not say on my podcast. Because we'll never, never get any more views if y'all, if I was to say the things that y'all said to me about Colorado. I wasn't hating on Colorado. I gave a very accurate description of who that team really is. I'm not a prisoner of the moment. I look at the team, I look at the coaching, and I look at the roster. And I told you this team was mid, and y'all like, oh no, they're three and oh. Maybe they end the season top 25. We already made $100 on that. Thank you to that guy, fool. <laughs> and now that we're looking and they're 11th in the Pac 12, and I'm going to revert back to something that Dan Lanny said Colorado, when have they ever made anything to the Pac 12? They still don't mean nothing. <laughs> and I told y'all that. And y'all called me a hater and called me all types of other names. And saying that I didn't love my people because I didn't think that Dion and Colorado was now like a top 25 team. Well, ding, 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 ding. They're not even bowl eligible yet. And I'm going to tell you, they still
1: got to play Washington and they still got to play Utah. So it's not a lot. <laughs> ain't nothing. That's it. They probably not going to be bowl eligible. But Arizona did end up, got you clear out. There you go. Arizona did win. 34 uh, 31, and this was the only win that oh, they got. They call Josh. You don't want to know what they call me. They, <laughs> um, University of Arizona considers cutting sports programs that came out right before uh the game amid so not a 240 million dollar shortage. That's Yo, a quarter billion dollars. So, how do you just man, have a quarter billion dollar shortage?
2: I don't want to hear y'all talk about HBCUs and their money no more. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I'm gonna tell you one thing: the Hampton A never did have a quarter of a billion dollar shortage. We came up a quarter billion short and said, "Hey,
1: we ain't got it. We're just gonna cut everything." Nope.
2: Nobody <laughs> talks about that when the HBCU's money's funny. It's like, oh, look at y'all. Y'all broke all the time. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, uh-uh. this is A. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Term.
1: Matter of fact, where is the coverage? Where is the athletic director that's going to be fired every time HBCU something happen? Y'all list all everybody and everything. We ain't got no names. We ain't and got where the like money went.
2: Eligible people. That lady got cut. <laughs> hey, who the, who the who the budgeter? Who all of that? Anybody who's in accounting? Where were y'all we at? I want you to know.
1: Yeah. Uh, question from the audience. Since we're in college football, we were about to finish. But um, who is top five NCAA quarterbacks right now? As is Caleb Williams, Michael Penix. You got to say, dude from Michigan, even though I don't really believe in him. Drake May. No, you
2: don't. You don't have to do that. I'm not doing that just because
1: these guys suddenly
2: think. I'm going to tell you number one is Caleb Williams. I don't know what, whatever whatever else y'all want to think or believe, that's cool. But let me tell you, there is nobody that can throw the ball better than Kayla Williams. Number two, Michael Penix Jr. That's it. And I want to make this very clear. The best two quarterbacks in college football, I don't care how they get drafted. And I'm praying and hoping, and then when I'm not praying and hoping, I'm hoping and praying that Michael Penix Jr. is available for the Atlanta Falcons. And while I got my friends here, I'm going to tell y'all right now, I will re-ruin the chat, just like I did last time. If Michael Pitts Jr. is available for the Atlanta Falcons and we draft B. John Robinson Jr. Jr., I will tear this thing up. I, I will, And I hope that y'all will forgive me for being overtaken by my emotions and my passion, but we have to get a quarterback, and this man has – 4,100 yards, 31 touchdowns, eight interceptions, two rushing touchdowns. His
1: QBR is like 80-something. He's a murderer. Do you put Shadour in the top five? No. Sneaky says, uh, Caleb, Jaden, Penix, Shadour, May. I'm
2: going to say my five, Caleb, Penix.
1: Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Drake May. Jordan
2: Travis. No. And throw Bo dicks in there. I
1: didn't say that too loud. (laughs) Man. Yeah. I mean, Bo Nix is playing well. He's he's been Bo, around uh, college football for seven years. He's he's playing. He's he it, had he had like Caleb is the most gifted by far. Run
2: pass, do it all. Penix Penix, we can't as much hell as we get Bo Nix for being old. Penix is old too. He's a fifth year senior. Yeah, but Nix is in 6th year. Is that damn Bo? what it happen if they have what? Well, yes. Um. Uh, but, yeah, Caleb one, Penix two, Jaden Daniels three. I like Jordan Travis from Florida State. And they give me Bo Nix because Bo Nix is the elder statesman in the room. But, he's in his fifth year. He turns 24 in February. I'm going to tell you the guys who you, you should not believe in. These are your Milton Trubisky's. These are your – uh. Who's another guy who, oh, Danny Dimes. These are your Mac Joneses. Drake May, ding, 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 ding. Trick bag, baby. Uh, Sam Hartman for Notre Dame, trick bag, baby. J.J. And- M- McCarthy for Michigan, trick bag, baby. Those guys are going to get
1: drafted and they're knowledge it. Yeah. Just not it. So that was a good question. That was a good question. Uh, I, I My five will probably be, uh, Caleb Williams, Michael Penix, um, Jaden Daniels for sure. After that, it's kind of hard to figure out. I think Shador has had a great season. I think he needs to be better with getting rid of the ball. I ain't really seen Drake may play. Jordan. Travis is hard to, to argue. Yeah. You got to throw Bo, Bo Nix in there. I'm not putting Jordan. Travis in there. I'm probably saying from a draft standpoint is going to be, uh, uh, they like Drake May. So I think Drake May is the That's the most frustrating part about this situation was
2: I went into it and I said, Hey man, y'all like y'all look at Shadur's stats and the stats are gonna be good. But if you watch him, he continuously holds on to the ball too long too long. That has now come out to a bunch of sacks. And I think he's gotten better over the season at it. But I also think that I mean he's kinda banged up at this point. So at this point he's not a bad quarterback, he's just not top 5 yet. Now, yeah. I do think that I think that he should have stayed at Jackson State and left left a lot more to be desired. But we do not have plenty of time to talk about that coming up into the draft.
1: <laughs> and yep. he's
2: not going out to next year with him and his brother.
1: Yep, and our final uh, our final gas station sushi OSU after beating uh, Becky? Beck, Beck I mean, boy. <laughs> Becky made. you started out so after, good. You know, after just... beating Oklahoma last week in the final bedlam and being ranked 15 and uh getting all this national attention, uh, Oklahoma State went down to Central Florida and got beat 45 to 3. Central Florida only has one Big 12 win. They went down there and got curb stomped. Uh... 45 to 3, and that's the end of Oklahoma State. Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> that caught me off guard. I ain't even gonna lie to
2: you. Yeah, I, that, was a, that was a butt whooping. And people kept texting me, What's going on? And, oh, I don't know. It ain't my team. <laughs> Wrong Florida.
1: Uh, you play so, better than them. <laughs> yeah. So that was it for college football, man. You good? You wanna keep going or you wanna take a break? I mean, I'm good. I I'm in going. my back now. Yeah. So let's go to the NFL, man. Uh, with the NFL, the there are two – there was really one big happening, and it was, of course, Josh McDaniels getting fired. Um, and the Raiders with uh, Antonio Pierce as their interim head coach won the first game they played, and they I think they beat the, the Broncos. No, the Broncos won three in a row. They won the first game that they played. And they broke out the victory cigars. And everybody likes Antonio Pierce because as soon as they said he was in their head coach, all the players retweeted and tweeted that they are ready to run through a wall for him and they love him, et cetera, et cetera. And they ended up winning again. They won sixteen to twelve over the Jets. Um, I will say, I mean, you did score sixteen points on this Jets defense. But the Jets offense is just
2: Zack. Deplorable. It's embarrassing. He's it's, getting himself more fire. I've never seen anybody get more fire.
1: And they keep and I Robert Salah 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 Robert Salah Sala, Robert Salah. He was so happy at the beginning of the season, and I I feel bad because I feel like I jinxed him because I said during during Hard Knocks and I was like, dog, oh, they are building Aaron Rodgers up to be like the savior of the New York Jets, and I said either this is going to go really really well. It's gonna get bad really fast. I didn't know it was gonna be fourth play of the season bad, but or third you play of it. the season bad. But, <laughs> but uh the Jets look bad, but this is about the Raiders. Uh Antonio Pierce said after getting Devontae involved early. Well, let's listen to what he had to say. I believe this is the press conference, and he said basically, I'm not stupid, I know who to get the ball to, and this is what he had to say. It seemed like
2: creatively you were uh, getting Devontae Adams involved in the game early. Different plays, different looks, and uh, how how big and important is that in your game plan?
0: Well, I mean, what, what's the first thing you saw when you watched the Jets? They loaded a the box, and we're gonna have opportunities there for Devontae. And obviously, you saw the first couple of plays is right to him, get the ball in his hands, get him going. Um, listen, when you got one of the best receivers in the game, I'm not I'm not I'm not stupid. I know who to get the <laughs> ball to. Seventeen and eight. We got some other good football players, some really good ones, and Jacoby Myers and and Hunter Winfrey. And can't talk about Big Mike. That was a huge play by Big Mike in the red zone. Um you just got boss, right? That was that's gonna be on the tape. So
1: <laughs> and eight is uh, Josh Jacobs. Um um as well as you know the rushing leader from last year that Josh McDaniels just really didn't use. Uh so he's um, saying like, yo, I'm not stupid.
2: Kim, hey, Antonio Pierce, congratulations. Uh, I'm I'm both happy and sad about the the Las Vegas Raiders. They have a black head coach, black GM, and one more position. Uh, So I love that.
1: Black president of football.
2: Yes. yes. Black female president of football. Yes. So I'm happy about that because I think we deserve these opportunities. And I think that Antonio Pierce is going to be a fantastic coach in the NFL. With that said, can you send that message over to Arthur Smith? Because he is stupid. And I don't know if he knows who to get the ball to. And I appreciate you being candid enough to be like, no, I need to give it to my best player. Our coach hasn't figured that out yet, and I want to keep him, but he gonna get fired if he don't give Kyle Pitts. Why you want to wanna keep London him? Ball. Why
1: you want to keep him? See, you keep bringing me back there. I keep trying to take the show forward. We are gonna be here for four hours if you keep having this, me. This, this <laughs> happy for Antonio Pierce. I'm
2: happy that you are not stupid. Um, and yeah, and you know, Max Crosby. He talks about this is a new era. Uh, I, I really put that on here because I think that they hated Josh McDaniel. Everything that I get from every player that involves him is, I hated this man.
1: He's no good to us. And they hated him. Listen to this. This is Max Crosby, the best defensive lineman they have. How did you
2: do that you know coach pierce just came in was super honest
0: and blunt and uh he just told us this is this is a new era new team new start of the season um and we bought into it and uh guys are buying into it we obviously have a lot of room to improve but uh back-to-back wins is huge you know we're right in a uh, mix of things and we just got to keep going the energy's better
1: he's right they no, are no. in the mix of things but they're not the
2: the, the, the you no know. <laughs> One you crazy as hell crazy as glue <laughs> as strength now, I do, I, I, I've i also had my fair share of relationships and I know when women have been to counseling and when they come back to you and they talk about things, he said he was super honest and straightforward to me. Might seem very minuscule in the exchange of words, but what that means is Josh McDaniel was not being straightforward and... Not at all. He it seems like he was talking around things and which kind of gives credence to what Hunter Renfro said, hey, man, we're not walking around on eggshells anymore. So it seems like Josh McDaniels had some communication issues, uh, not communication issues, communication breakdowns, uh, and they were manifesting everywhere, it looks like. Josh McDaniels, take your take your ass back to,
3: to New England. <laughs> uh,
1: and then there was a moment for the Raiders. Um, uh, uh, Robert Spillane, uh, after getting the game-winning interception uh Robert Spillane, I think he's a linebacker announces that he and his wife are expecting their first child during the post game uh celebration uh which was a moment for them, so shout out to them as well, Josh McDaniel's a jerk in the Jimbo Fisher mold, yeah, or yeah, yeah, I can't argue that so shout out to uh God, shout God out God to Robert just Spillane. better' as mm mm-hmm. mhm-. I think, I, again, I, for Josh McDaniel, dog. I am all for uh, making him an offensive coordinator. I think we if you can get the play calling away from Arthur Smith, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go oh, ahead. Oh, well, you want
2: Josh McDaniels to be our play caller?
1: Offensive coordinator? I think he's a good coordinator. Yeah, do But, of course, you probably think it was because of Tom Brady. <laughs>
2: you mean the guy who continued to win when everybody else went so if we all go our separate ways and everybody go broke and then one person get rich
1: <laughs> hey but before we move on in the NFL I for, I forgot to put this on the list Michigan with the Jim Harbaugh scandal uh oh buffalo fumble Michigan with the Jim Harbaugh scandal um He's suspended. I think that they were wrong to suspend him three gate three day three hours before the game. we talked about it on Saturday morning live. We're not going to rehash that conversation but um Michigan's offensive coordinator Sharon Sharon Moore uh was the interim head coach and he ended up after beating Penn State. they beat Penn State they barely beat him but they beat him uh he had this to say and he was extremely emotional after the game.
2: I'm conflicted. You don't have the best players because I won no championship in a hundred years. You don't
0: now, bro. No, you oh, don't have the best
1: team because y'all oh, can't they win hear it my bad guys no.
2: you didn't miss that we'll post it but this man boohooing about some jim harbaugh man at the end of the day he broke a rule broke a rule so he suspended that's how it goes with that said you don't have the best players because if y'all did y'all would have won a championship by now um you boohooing on this man's behalf i guess is cool i get it he gave you an opportunity um and i'm happy for you to get this
1: opportunity to win a big game but we are conflicted on this man I'm conflicted because I can't say what I want to say. But move on. Just move on. I know. You you up here crying for Jim Harbaugh. I don't believe in crying for somebody that would fire you to save their own butt. Right? If you the offensive coordinator and the offense ain't performing or they have to he has to make a move in order to save his job, Jim Harbaugh will fire a coordinator. That's, that's the playbook. I'm not gonna be on TV. I'm not gonna be on TV crying for Jim Harbaugh. They are really built. First of all, I think those tears are fake. But I think that they are building this narrative of them, everybody against us. And
2: Oh, he came out today and said they're America's team. Boy, you a (laughs) lie. People... (laughs) I don't even like when Dallas says they're America's team. But I can understand that Michigan... Yo, you know, a lot of people hate your team. Your, like, as a person who has a team that a lot of people hate, I would never get out there and be like, all oh, Florida's the American team. They're going to be like, boy, fuck you. We ain't. Yeah. <laughs> I would never say that. Michigan, all the state of Ohio hates you, my guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. Um, Michigan State also hates you. Hey, Florida don't really bang with you too tough to be 100%. And y'all are not winning. America's team would at least be a team that has a long history of winning. (laughs) You know, America like winners. Y'all are losers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hey,
2: y'all got Charles Woodson finna walk through that door? (laughs) If not, then have a seat.
1: But I just want—I didn't want to. That was something that we had to talk about in college football was Michigan. Uh, I think now Michigan does go to Jim Harbaugh goes to court. It's not even though he said, you know, I'm gonna be up there like Tom Cruise and Jag. There's not gonna be a jury, so you can't do that. But um, he say that for real. Yes, he said that in the oh, press he's conference today. Crazy. Somebody need, he. But he does go to court Friday. Um, the Big alone. Ten will have will have. Uh, lawyers there, Michigan will have lawyers there, and they're basically going to argue that big the Big Ten overstepped their boundaries by suspending Jim Harbaugh and his detrimental by to him and the cheat? team. Um, well, he's saying he didn't cheat, and he no. They're well, saying who's that the
2: miscellaneous dude, man on your staff that happened to be everybody game?
1: They saying Jim Harbaugh had no clue that that was going on. That's the argument. And they can't prove that he did, which is why he said you're getting innocent until proven guilty, is what he said in the press conference, too. Jim is see, a little arrogant. I wish my dad would. Well, see, my
2: dad should have been a judge. In hindsight, my dad missed his calling. I, Mr. Harbaugh, I don't care about that. That's your employee. And you're supposed to know who your employees are. If you're not managing your employees, then you don't need this job
1: in the first place. So what we're going to do is go ahead and suspend you anyway, because you're irresponsible. Michigan Michigan played, that was a win, but it wasn't an impressive win. Uh, uh, One of our viewers says, remember, they ran 33 straight running plays. 33 straight, Penn State, James Franklin, Manny Diaz, defensive coordinator. There is nothing more emasculating as a football player to be on defense, and a team run 33 straight running plays on you and score.
2: That is like a person. That's like boxing and a person hitting you with the jab.
1: 33 that, straight like, times.
2: N- not <laughs> like I'm not changing up my punch. I'm not trying to, like, I'm not giving you a no combination, just punch, 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 and you just stand there like a fool.
1: Get punched. <laughs> I like bethune Cookman. That's what they did to Alabama AM. 412 yards rushing. But this the other <laughs> part.
2: James Franklin knows at the end of the day,
1: Penn State can't go find a guy better than James Franklin coach that football team. James Franklin <laughs> has has run, he's run a, a spotless, a spotless tenure. He's That's the no other part, issue. is
2: everything before that was very spotty. So you <laughs> so have so a dirty smart. team and you have a guy who, for the most part, outside of beating you know, winning the Big Ten, he's done everything else. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what well, 50 Cent say? He did that shit. Harbaugh yeah, did yeah. that. Yeah. About, I, don't, I don't
1: Yeah. But back to the NFL, man. There are a few yeah, games. that man that'll...
2: how he knew all the plays. That'd be the yeah. other part. It's like, all right, cool. You didn't know. How does he know every play that this team is going to run?
1: Every single one? Like, come on, dog.
2: But imagine you get to your job. and Every problem is about to happen. Oh, here come Ken. He came right in and fixed it. How did you know that was going to be a problem? And then that was going to be a problem. I'm going to start believing you create these problems.
1: (laughs) But let's get back to NFL real quick. Uh, So there are a few games of the week, man. Uh, Ironically, the Chargers versus the Lions was a really, really good game um the lions and they went back and forth the lions have scored 41 points uh i the chargers for some reason i i I don't i've never seen a franchise have yes i have the falcons but i've never seen a franchise, another franchise have such good players on defense and them be mediocre every year and when i say every year every year since natron means every year that they have a good defense they are still submit. They had the number one defense, number one offense with Phillip Rivers, and they didn't make the playoffs. This Chargers team has Khalil Mack, that's, who had six, <laughs> had six sacks in one game. He is one of the sack leaders. And they got beat 41-38 against the Lions. 41-38. Junior Seau. Yeah, that is that is the same team.
2: That was the last Lee time Seau, they Mark say that Mark Seau, that was my little squad. I like that team. And I'm gonna tell you, I was in like fourth or fifth grade when when that team was out, 90, and I that was, thought that, that was the team
1: 90, that went to the Super Bowl. That was f 90, 90, when this whenever Steve Young won his Super Bowl ninety four, yeah, I want to say, yeah. So shout out to them. But um, yeah, man the the Lions played really really well, but a lot of people say Keenan Allen isn't that great. Sean, they said Sean Merriman couldn't even save him. Blame the roids, um. Keenan Allen back off soon as they cut him off. <laughs> the Chargers, the Chargers uh uh Instagram released this post saying that Keenan Allen isn't top 5 in the SpongeBob SquarePants voice. You know,
0: Keenan Allen isn't in the top 5
1: one of those. Uh in total yards receiving yards, he is fourth. In receiving touchdowns, he is fourth. In receptions, he is first. And in I don't know what FD is. I can that idea. He is fifth.
2: Y'all think he better or worse than Cooper Cup?
1: Uh, probably the same. Probably worse. I'll probably you. Uh, first downs, first downs, first downs, first. First downs, downs. first downs. Oh yeah, he is a possession receiver too. I think they're in the same mold. Push. Push. I mean, at this point
2: in their career or career both push uh, i mean uh, he his career gonna wash and dry Cooper cup he he's has got I mean, he's like been like in the Evan. league longer though he's been in the league longer I, I mean he ain't that much older you have to remember Cooper cup
1: is 30 years old mhm is he yes either way yeah, and you're right, Rodney, it's first downs. First downs. Oh uh, um, yeah,
2: yeah. Keenan Allen is thirty
1: one. Cooper Cup is thirty. Yeah. So I will say Keenan Allen is one of the more underrated receivers. A lot of every time he says he's good, everybody seems to argue against him. Like he's been a tutor of his own horn for a long time. And it, plus San you D. play NFL with the Chargers course. too. You play the Chargers. That's the tough part. Like
2: you don't get the team support. You for whatever reason you don't really have your own fan base, which makes mm-hmm. things worse, because you don't have anybody yelling on your behalf. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's he's kind of like to me. He's poor man's Mike Evans. My, Mike Evans gonna get you a thousand yards every season. Keenan Allen gonna get you right around a thousand yards most season.
1: I think the seasons he didn't get it, he was hurt though,
2: right? Uh, twenty two, seven hundred fifty two yards. He didn't 20, play twenty nine ninety two. He right there. He was hurt in six. How many games he
1: played?
2: That's what I'm saying. He didn't, in the games he didn't get a
1: thousand. I don't think. Yeah. he got.
2: but the thing about it is
1: that's a part of it. Mike Evans gonna get that thousand basically every season. Mike Evans, is, yeah, he's an Iron Man. He don't really miss games either. Um, but yeah, that game was crazy. The Lions still have a stranglehold on the NFC North. Uh, the Chargers. Hey, listen, I'm gonna campaign to every quarterback that is in a situation that could change. Justin Herbert. I know they just paid you and I know they probably are going to say that you are the future you and these receivers. But if you ever get sick of uh LA, which I would know you won't. But if you ever want to change the scenery, nah, we got a you ready-made get, team.
2: Get sick of LA. They don't have a fan base. Like we don't have the best fan base, but we do have a fan base. Your your home games are away games when you play for the Chargers.
1: All of your games are away games. Yeah. That's how it was in Atlanta when we first opened the stadium. I was like, man, everybody would come to the game. Miami sold out sixty percent of the tickets. I was like, Miami? I know they don't travel, but they came to the game. Um. So yeah, but uh, you know the Chargers, I, I think their season. I don't. I don't know what to tell them. I don't know oh, I what don't, to get better yeah, at. I don't know. The answer is. is the harsh reality that
2: nobody wants to say. You have more to taxes, that though,
1: Josh. Coach. More taxes. Yeah, they. Yeah, well, they they, well, they talk about it.
2: That you know, everybody's trying to find their Josh McDaniels. I mean not their Josh McDaniels, their Mike McDaniels, their uh Sean McVay, that guy who's just young and cool and, and is an offensive savant, they're they're Kyle Shanahan. And at the end of the day, I think that that, that guy's probably run his course. Like they're you you're not getting rid of Khalil Mack, you're not gonna get rid of Justin Herbert.
1: And you can't keep doing this. So now, Uh-oh. I'm gonna say something a little controversial. Yeah. but you know, because they fired your boy. We we we, we cape for the blacks. We cape for the blacks. Yeah, till you don't do say, right we wanna, by the black wanna head shot. coach. Yeah. Till you do right by the black head coach, you will suffer. You will suffer. Y'all fired Anthony Ray Anthony Lynn. After yep. a year and a half, and he actually had them playing well, playing better than this, and y'all fired him and brought in the next Josh McDaniels. Not Josh McDaniels, Sean McVay, not Josh McDaniels. Well, you brought in Josh McDaniels, but you thought you brought in Sean McVay, and it ain't working. Till you do right by the head, blackhead coach, color purple right there, it's going to be right hey. on you. I'm going to tell you
2: what the right answer is, but they won't do it. Eric being to me. And, and commander, you better keep AFC your head West. on a swivel because if y'all, if you don't go ahead and fire Ron Rivera and you let Eric be enemy, there is an opportunity for him to look for other jobs. That commander's job is not the best job. Oh, so and I said Kellen Moore
1: about it. Moore be having him scoring though now.
2: Winning eventually you have to win,
1: and nah, you got you got to win some games for me. Yeah. Yeah, so that was interesting. Uh Eric would be a head coach. He'll be he'll be interesting. Um other games of the day. I hope so, Josh. Uh the Texans, yeah, he will be magic. I forgot magic. Magic will make sure the Texans stun, come back and stun the Bengals. Uh 30 to 27 whole lot of offense, 356 passing yards for CJ Stroud, 188 rushing yards, 544 total net yards, 28 first downs. This Texans and this is without uh there what was the the running back that came from Florida? Uh Pierce, Damian Pierce. This is without Damian Pierce? Oh, but uh, the old boy who stepped in, what's his name? Singletary, he went crazy. But still imagine that's what i'm saying this is oh, yeah. they had Swappled missing pieces now. they had missing pieces and these guys played well now i will say the Bronco the the bangles dropped a touchdown at the end of the game that would have made it four made it a let's see they tied they went up by three versus if you scored a touchdown you would have gone up by four i mean you tied the game but you would have gone up by four with less than a minute left and CJ the Bengals Stroud also, this is not a team that you look at
2: starting the season out and say, oh, this is a team that we should be in the game at the end of the game for one play to make or break the game. The Bengals did not do what they were supposed to. And I've told you all since week one, September 10th, when I watched the Texans play the Ravens, I said the Ravens won this game. But I I have an eye for football. This is a good team. This They, they played tough. They played aggressive. And D'Amico, he, he's. These young
1: black coaches are relatable. I mean, I mean, Before in, in we talk day, about then. D'Amico, before we talk about D'Amico, Stroud, we got a question from the crowd. Is Stroud rookie of the year yeah. right now? Yeah.
2: Let me tell you right I now. I don't know
1: any other rookie that wouldn't be,
2: that would be. Not even close. Is D'Amico Ryan's coach of the year, CJ Stroud rookie of the year? That simple. Until proven otherwise, those those are my two votes. Now, I don't have legitimate votes, but if I did, those would be my selections by far.
1: I mean, CJ had to go in there and beat Joe Burrow. Yeah, and D'Amico Ryan says his guys came out here today and they were the best team for three hours on Sunday, and that's all that matters. And in his post-game speech, he said something that really – and normally I'm not close – I'm not big on, okay, like rah-rah post-game speeches, but he said something that caught my attention. He said, I've been preaching to you all about finishing, especially on the road. And one thing I said about this team was, when you're a young team with all the talent, you're good at home, and they win at home. But on the road in close games, yeah. you normally lose. And for them to do this so early against Joe Burrow and this team, they have a good defense. Daryl Stingley Jr. was back. Uh they allow points, but I mean it's also the Bengals. Yeah. This is impressive, man. And it's probably the best receiving court in the NFL with one of the one of the NFL. Elite and, oh, players. they didn't have Nico Collins. Have, he was out too. Nico Collins didn't play. The six foot four receiver. So they were missing pieces and still put up this. CJ Stroud, I said when he played against Georgia, I said, you know, he looks like he believes. He is the best quarterback. Like when he was playing before and I saw him play, he looked really, really hesitant. And you're right, at this point, he is a Dark Horse uh, MVP candidate. He's got Rookie of the Year locked up. But when yeah, he played I against did. Georgia, he started getting a little bit of swagger because Georgia was supposed to have that defense. They were supposed and he put up 40 something points from Marvin Harrison Jr. And then they picked, ooh, Carolina.
2: Y'all pick I'm Bryce not gonna Young. do Bryce Young. I'm not gonna do Bryce Young like that yet, because I don't know. Like, the Texans have multiple pieces. The Panthers, in fact, do not have one piece. So I think that I I I don't know that we've seen what C.J. Stroud can do. And the other part about this is now. We got to see, like, CJ Stroud, you're going to do this for the season, sure. But we've also seen God give you one good year and then not return to the guy who we thought. I'm not going to say that that's going to happen here, but we got we got to see it. I got to see it multiple times. Well, we'll
1: be able to see teams. It's, it's different doing that in your second year because people have a whole offseason and a year's worth of tape. But, yep. I mean, but the way that they're playing, it's not – I don't. I mean, of course, you could scheme it up, but talent-wise, there ain't really much you can do because they're all going to get better. They're all going to get better together.
2: The, the thing that I think that this should say is, Carolina, go get some guys for your guy. Then assess the talent level because, I mean, Oh, and Bryson, yeah, I mean, he's out there.
1: He's out there by himself now. His best wide receiver is Adam Thielen. <laughs> and his running back is Chuba Hubbard. You can't win with that. uh, uh, What's his name? What's the other dude that came from the Eagles last year?
3: I
2: don't care if you're out there with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace. That ain't enough to get it done, my friend. You need to fight. The Panthers just, I mean, and and your boy. Now, let's let's
1: move on. Hey, look, I have never seen – I have – Listen, the Ravens every time, this is why we don't talk about the Ravens, Josh. Cuz every time I start talking good about them, they do something bad. They were up this this is an issue who has the worst loss, the Bengals or the Ravens. We'll get there. We just we literally just got here, brother. Um The Ravens, Ravens. The Ravens were up by a lot on this game in this game. Then they threw a pick six. Then they went three and out. And they ended up losing to the Cleveland Browns 33-31. to And to answer your question, Josh, 100% the Ravens blowing this game is worse than the Texans because C.J. Stroud in that offense is playing well versus this team with Deshaun Watson where the offense hasn't been playing great. That is a bad loss for the Ravens at home with this defense they were up 14 you're right to so get up 14 at halftime and the defense is supposed to be we have been talking about the ravens defense all season as they've been playing out of their mind and all of a sudden they lose 33-31 and miles garrett is him dog like these these dudes that was good defense i'm gonna say this i'm
2: happy we didn't get watson yeah
0: that's it that
2: Watson looks like but he also doesn't have Chubb. I don't care. We paid you, you in you, cash, no, big dog. You, no, as nah. much money as you get, nah, it's like Mahomes. Dog, no, we do not care at the end of the day, you don't have any receivers. We paid you enough money, you supposed to figure it out. Watson, the the money is this is this is like the last year where the cap hit isn't egregious. Every year going forward, it's going to get worse and worse. You're going to have less money to play with,
1: and your expectation is going to be higher. Yeah, it is. It is. It's tight. It's really tight. I, I, I don't know what to think. I I don't know who's the who's the best team in the NFL right now. Eagles and
2: 49ers. I told you that. Let, the we, Eagles? Are we about to talk? Are we? Are we? Are we ready? Yeah. Can, we. Can, I mean, do you want to go Giants, Cowboys, or you want to go Jack Forty ers I'm
1: ready for both right now. Well, uh, uh, I actually was gonna go. Uh, I'm not talking about. Why am I talking about? Why? Why are we gonna? Why are we talking about Giants Forty ers Oh well, I mean Gi- Giants, Cowboys. Um, I mean the Giants, Giants, Cowboys. Just,
2: the reason we want to talk about them is the Cowboys. They they have a beef with the Giants. They just destroyed them. They they, beat, they embarrassed them. that That's it. But we can get right to the Giants. No, we can talk games. about it.
1: They did. But you know what else the Gi- the Cowboys did? They got C.D. Lamb and he got slipped a mickey. Ain't no way in the world C.D. Lamb will come out here and say like he's the me. number one receiver in the league after beating the Giants. Like, come on, C.D. C.D.
2: C.D. And, D. and this is the reason that people hate the Cowboys and they're not wrong for hating the Cowboys. Cause y'all say stuff like this, and not y'all. This is this is your player, but C D Lamb. Some of us don't even believe that you're a wide receiver one. So it ain't no way in hell that anybody believes that you're you're the best receiver in the NFL.
1: You might yeah, be. Yeah, y'all played the Giants who too. didn't have who didn't have a mediocre quarterback. Yeah, Danny Devito and, playing quarterback, and and his, and the his, apparently the play calls were even worse. So. I mean, yeah, y'all beat them, well, but see Everybody falls for
2: believing in that that last season with the Giants. Oh no, nah, they're really they really got it turned around. Day Bowl is turned right back into who they thought they were. What the,
1: this is the pee game. We watching right now. <laughs> um <laughs> But before we get to the 49ers, man, hey, it wasn't just the Falcons. It wasn't just the Falcons. The Vikings beat the Saints 27-19. to 19. Uh, That defense, I can see why they decided not to trade these people. Because Daniel Hunter and DJ Wanham, 99-98, and 98, absolutely destroyed the Saints. Oh, the And then they went game. back and got
2: Anthony Barr. They just re-signed Anthony
1: Barr. It was like, hey, bro, you want to come back? Yeah, from Dallas. He's
3: like,
1: Well, <laughs> well he I was playing with Dallas anyway. on the is. So, they... Yeah, because yeah, I think their their so they their linebacker Hicks, who played a hell of a game, had like some his his knee flared up, his legs swelled up to the point where it was cutting off circulation. Like it was so they had to rush him to the hospital and drain everything. Um but yeah, so they the they look good. And Josh Dobbs, twenty three of thirty four, three hundred and twelve yards and two total touchdowns. Um and it wasn't uh it wasn't um, easy touchdowns. It was one that was a scramble to the left. He had to juke a few people to get there. The other one was a pretty pass to TJ Hawkinson um, over over the zone, right at the end zone. This is the frustrating
2: part about the NFL for me. Like, I see a guy like Josh Dobbs who did the right thing. He sat behind Ben Roethlisberger, learned a lot from Mike Tomlin. He You've seen him quote Mike Tomlin a bunch of times. And then y'all then like people like Mitchell Trubisky get jobs.
1: <laughs> Nathan Peterman.
2: <laughs> There's so many. and he's gonna be like him and Gardner Minshew are guys who I think deserve a chance to start. Like there are so many trash guys playing quarterback right now that I think that these people deserve a chance. And
1: yeah, I like Josh I'm, Dobbs. I'm happy for huh? you. Atlanta Falcons. Do not get tricked into go signing Josh. Perry. Oh
2: no, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, I'm not talking to you. Uh, uh-uh, uh, you <laughs> got a team that's built. Do not get in here trying to be cheap. Spend that damn money, or spend that damn draft pick. Don't get cute, Falcons. We're not playing that game. But 49ers. And this is the thing. The 49ers need to be the first one because at worst, he's just a really good insurance policy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's used to being I, the backup. And the I fact mean, that hell, he can learn it, he learned, he learned an entire playbook in a week.
2: He didn't even know what the locker room was. Yeah. They're like, hey, we had to point him in. The... He don't know the players' names. He said he's going to try to learn them this week. I like Josh Johnson a lot. Outside, him, beat my team. But once he beat the Saints, it's like
1: it's a wash. Yep. Here. That's why I was like, I ain't mad at him. Now, I'm I mean, rooting you for out you. of I'm
2: all only, the pictures. I'm, I'm team JD for the rest of the season.
1: So now we're going to get to uh, to fraudulent times. The Jaguars played the 49ers. What? That's not fraudulent. Go ahead. It's, Go ahead and say it so I can. Um, well, you got to let me finish. The Jaguars played the 49ers now. I don't know why you picked this picture, but uh, <laughs> the Jaguars played the 49ers down in Duval. It was the game of the week. Uh, the Jaguars had won five straight. They were being mentioned as one of the top teams in the league. Uh, they were at home. This was supposed to, uh Jimmy. No, what's the uh, quarterback for the 49ers? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy had a rough two weeks. Um, and this was going to be, this was a kind of a barometer game for both. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the Saints passed the test. The Jacksonville Jaguars did not. I'm uh, uh, sorry, the Saints. The 49ers beat them 34 to 3. 34 to 3, and Christian McCaffrey didn't even score a touchdown. The they first didn't even time need me like for sure 17 Stanford. weeks. He hasn't scored. On my fantasy squad, I was like the one I lost by, like the one week he on not score. So,
2: number one, go back and listen to last week podcast. When we got to the football section, Reggie alerted me of something that I had no clue about. That mm-hmm. people actually believed that the Jacksonville Jaguars were the number two team in the NFL. I looked at him he looked at me i looked at him he looked at me there was confusion in my face dismay some would say
1: and i told you the quote where i got it from nfl network and espn i was like they both And, I, and
2: it. I said it ain't no way in hell jacksonville is the number 2 team in anything
3: <laughs>
2: and then i actually said there no it's no way they're better than the cowboys which i still believe this jacksonville jaguar's team is a good team with good skill positions and a regular quarterback that's going to get overpaid. And I hate that I have to like know that this is going to happen and still watch it play out. They're going to pay Trevor Lawrence. And I think they're probably going to have to pay him the four year deal instead of the like two year deal. And then Jacksonville will get swamped, no pun intended. And then they'll be stuck. But this is, it is what it is. This is, this is like almost like Daniel Dimes to me.
1: You know that this guy's not good. But this it looks was, it looks
2: good.
1: This was a coaching "I am better than you" game. San Francisco oh, P, exploited saying. the weakness of the of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and that is covering George Kittle. George Kittle had like hundred and thirty yards receiving, hundred something yards receiving, touchdown, and they couldn't stop George Kittle or Debo Samuel and by the time they decided to give the ball to Christian McCaffrey, it didn't really matter. So uh, they, they won 34-3, and what was lost in it was Chase Young. Again, this is the picture. I was like, I bought a picture. Uh, Chase Young was traded to the 49ers, and when he found out, he was like, yo, I wasn't mad. Like, <laughs> uh, huh. I wouldn't, we don't got to lose it. He basically said, I wasn't mad leaving Washington to go to <laughs> San Francisco. I'm leaving a team that probably can't keep its name
2: (laughs) to play for Kyle Shanahan and play across from Nick Bosa. Adios, mi amigos. I see you when I see you. And if I don't see you, peace and
3: blessings.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. So updated mock draft. You got a little behind-the-scenes preview. But updated mock draft. Marvin Harrison Jr. is picked to go to Ohio State. Caleb Williams go to the Giants, who now have the second pick. Uh new the Arizona Cardinals have the third pick. Uh of course. That's a that's a stupid pick. Right there. The Patriots. That's stupidity. Speaking of Patriots, you heard Bill Belichick might leave? He was so sad. They look so sad. He they look so leave. bad. They look so if bad. If he wants to leave with anything, like
2: he's gonna keep loot. Like, there's no way out of this Patriots situation. And I honestly think he just needs to retire. No player right now is interested in dealing with Bill Belichick.
1: That was the, the first process, time I've seen him go
2: like this. Oh my God, the when last when they threw that interception that he was really he was really like, I think life tapped him on the shoulder like, bro, spend the rest of your life with your wife and and you and Nick Saban, y'all go play cars and drink beers on the weekends but don't don't waste no more time up there in Boston, dog. It's over. And, unfortunately, I think that Tom Brady and, like, a lot of the guys who used to play for the Patriots have ruined his reputation now. But I don't think that if you're if you're an elite athlete, I don't think you're interested in going to, to the Patriots anymore. You don't want to deal with Bill Belichick and his attitude. But if they draft Drake May, that will be the most patriotic thing that they've
1: done in a long time. Replace Mac Jones with Mac Jones. Bill Belichick is single, by the way. So Bears. Yeah, I dare. But, anyway... Um. Yeah, the Bears are now getting another cornerback. No, uh, go get you some offense. But Why we're not gonna go through him? the whole thing, though. They, they, no, nah, they need defense. But we're not gonna go through the whole thing. But the Falcons are number ten, and they got us getting Keon Coleman, which would make me angry. Why? Wow. So the the mock draft is interesting. It is still quarterbacks at the top, but go, not as many as you think. There's Phoenix no is. way I would say that Drake May would be the second quarterback on the draft board. There's no way that that could happen. So, and you see where Penix was. Phoenix was supposed to go to the
2: Minnesota if Minnesota gets
0: finished
1: <laughs> make make them spend money on a quarterback yep because if y'all if y'all let them get Caleb or or one of them it's gonna be kind of crazy uh, unfair yep but ladies and gentlemen we finally come to the end of the football segment of episode 128 of the splash cast Monday night raw we appreciate y'all we got it's going to take about one to two minutes, and then we are going to do our quick basketball segment, and then we out of here. Man, we appreciate y'all. Remember, like, follow, subscribe. We will be right back. Yep.
2: Wait, Josh Allen just scored the touchdown, and the Broncos, are they missed the extra point. So now they're going to be. A-
1: yeah, again, the Broncos, Broncos. Um, thoughts and prayers. That's yep. all I got. We'll be right back. Y'all stay tuned. back ladies and gentlemen with our final segment of episode 120 he missed the extra Pawn. oh no that's the broncos the replay okay uh we are back ladies and gentlemen with episode 120 of the splash cast monday night raw our final segment our basketball uh, news around the league uh it is the beginning of college basketball season uh nba basketball season and when we talk about hoops we always talk about uh, uh women's college basketball has definitely been at the forefront again. They are capitalizing, especially not at LSU, is no longer ranked number one. They lost to Colorado, to number 20. And you know how much clout they got to be number 20 and beat the number one team. They rose all the way to number five. The Broncos about to win this game. About to ring all the and way to with number that said, five. Uh
2: who else? UConn lost. You UConn women lost. Oh, boy, Russ pulled the boy, pulled the rabbit out of the hat, boy.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, but, yeah, I mean, the, the women have not disappointed. If y'all listen to this podcast, we know because you do. And while you do, you should also tell your friends, like, follow, subscribe, because we're the realest podcast in the world. But we champion women's basketball. You know that I hate men's basketball, men's college basketball. And the reason I hate men's college basketball is because I know what the good product looks like when the women play. Um and this is just more the same one of our favorite coaches doing fantastic stuff. Can you show them what Don did?
1: Yeah, so the new number 1, now that LSU lost, the new number 1 is uh South Carolina. Uh South Carolina is number 1 and they cuz they well, their best win, I think they beat the number 5 team uh, at the time. They were a top 10 team in Notre Dame in Paris. And one thing that people love about Dawn as the coach and we love about Dawn is that she is basically like they always say, I'm going to be your mother or your father away from home, right? That's what coaches always sell. I'm going to be the father or the mother, the caregiver of your child. You can leave them with me. Dawn don't play. And she has that like auntie mother vibe. Look at this video of, of the South Carolina Gamecocks team after they beat Notre Dame in Paris. Uh their player was sitting here taking pictures <laughs> and throwing up signs you know, and Don was cares. like ah, 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 hit him with the ah, ah, ah. <laughs> And told her uh, put them game
2: signs down. like uh, uh. you got some sense. We just won this damn game now.
1: And the thing but is that the first girl next player knew. it.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh-uh, you are not going to catch me.
1: <laughs> she do look uh-uh. like nope, nope. <laughs> Left your friend out to dry. That's what she did. She thought the first the second friend thought it was cool to do it because the first was yeah. stopped. She was like, Nope. Oh, no, that's not. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
2: Yes, uh, it's not that photo, bro. But that's the one thing. Like, there is there is a there is a balance between the Bobby Knights of the world just don't exist anymore. And they will continue to be phased out.
3: <laughs> Look at that right now. Her like, ability
2: what? to kind of Keep it real, but ah, uh, we're not doing that either. Now there does still need to be some level of like discipline, discipline and accountability. And
1: she, and I think she's able to do both of those very well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, we they're think gonna she's be back in the Final Four this year. Um, LSU, and for all y'all that have been praying on Angel Reese' downfall, like ha ha ha, we told y'all. I've been reading the message boards. I'm gonna let you know right now. Whoever got to play them going forward, is about to be ugly for you. Cause they got everybody's attention, boy. Broncos about to win this game. Uh, let's move on to the NBA. Uh, first off, Aunt Edwards is him. Uh, Draymond, yo, a lot of people, a lot of people talk trash to Ant, but don't say nothing. And Draymond is the same thing. Like, hey, what you gonna do? Oh, Ant yeah. say, Yo, I ain't worried about you, dog. And then come score fifteen on you to put the game away. Like Aunt Edwards is slowly That's ascending easy. to. He has Him of unique, the league,
2: he has and please don't take this out of context. He has that thing that we wanted LeBron to have—that one switch where we're like, Don't play with me, I'll kill
1: you. I don't ever want you to think that I won't like.
3: Uh,
2: LeBron I mean, had it. He just
1: didn't use it often. Like he did it against yeah. the Celtics. He did it against the Warriors. He but did like, it against the, way that A- the Pistons. Is like nah, bro. Like against Jason
2: Tatum, he's like, oh, you thought I would not play defense? No, nah, I just got five fouls. He locked him up, ripped him, and then finished the game. Like Anthony Edwards just has this next level air of confidence that you kind of gotta believe it's literally the there. last thing on, on the there, list, Kev. Relax. <laughs> I made sure to put it on there for you. But I I mean I love Anthony Edwards. But let's get to, let's get to Zion first, and then let's get to Jordan Poole. And then we will close the episode out. Kev, I
1: got you, dog. It's a splash cast. So, you know how I said you be rooting for people and then they do or say something dumb? Zion said he's taking a backseat, trusting the process, and doing his best to buy in right now. But it's not that he said it. It's the way that he said it. He made it seem like he was doing the sacrifice for the Pelicans and, huh? Oh yeah. Ant-Man background. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) People don't, I mean, Zion has to understand that you need the Pelicans. You need to buy in. You need to do this for you. You sir are battling not to become a bust at this point. So for you to take the attitude of I'm trying to buy in and uh, uh, I'm trying to do my best right now, and people had some things to say about me in the off season, so and and to say it as if you're frustrated, nah, dog, you gotta earn it. You gotta earn the right to be frustrated, in my opinion. When they they invested a lot of capital in you, they and uh, the Pelicans, I don't know why y'all did it, but they resigned you, and you ain't really produced nothing. You 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 can no longer survive on potential. And at this point, you are an expensive role player until you can show otherwise. So this is
2: another person who I have gotten verbally accosted on multiple on multiple times. Oh my goodness. Yep. Oh, well that's the yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so yes I've been verbally accosted on behalf of Zion Williams, It's another person who I've considered a hater, now I was very very plain with my opinion of y'all, I think he was dominant in college when he's on the floor in the NBA he has the ability to be dominant harsh reality though, that man is 6'5", six 6'5 five, six, five and a half I think, he's, he, he's the same height as Clay Thompson mm-hmm. but he's 275 pounds mm-hmm and this was at his when his metabolism was at his absolute best. Well, I'm in my mid to late 30s now, so I know that your metabolism is going to continue to slow down. If you already 270 and you're 65, well buddy, you're only a couple years away from being 300. And I'm gonna tell you, you can't be a power forward at 65 300. He's already there, but yeah, he's he he's got to figure then, it out, man. And then you're saying that you're trying your best. Well, no, if you were struggling with this, you shouldn't have took these people money. They signed you to a five-year $197 million contract. Now you're talking about you trying your best. No, if I'm paying you $34 million, there ain't no trying. There's only doing. And I blame everybody. The Pelicans, I told y'all. Y'all should have traded him to New York, got Julius, and got a first rounder, and moved on about your business. Now you sunk this money into this asset,
1: and ain't nobody gonna buy it. No, nope. I mean you can't. It's too expensive. You ain't nobody gonna buy. Unless your best hope is that he turns into something for two years, and you can get you can off that contract. You could you could trick somebody else. That's but your best. You I
2: think now with that upper apron. How many teams are really about to drop? 35, and, and this thing is escalating. It's 36 next year, 39, 42, and 44. That guy has to be one of the top three players on your team. So he has to play way more games he's ever played, and he has to be effective. I Once again, I'll be harsh with y'all. He can't dribble. He can't shoot. He doesn't play defense. What can you do with that? Shout out to, to my cousin, Cedro. He bet me. He told me he was gonna play 80% of the games last year. I knew for a fact that he wasn't.
3: <laughs>
2: this but this attitude, the attitude is the biggest letdown. Health is one thing that's kind of outside of your control. But this just I'm trying. Oh nah, that can't that
1: can't cut the mustard. Yeah. We'll keep an eye out on Zion, man, and the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans might be close to making some moves because I don't, I don't know. With Zion's uncertainty, there's a cap on this team. With Zion coming back, there is no lid on the team. There's no sky. I mean, there's no limit. But if if he can actually play, it reached just reached how you years played in his in Duke. career, asking if he can play. Hmm? I mean. Yeah, I mean, we were what, three years into Embiid, right? Three, four years into Embiid. Embiid is seven feet tall. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, you're saying you're four years into into uh, Zion, trying to see if he could play. We've seen him play. We've seen him play well. We've when he played, they were the number one team in the West. Oh, the what Rockets I'm saying is, the experiment me. has
2: always not worked for me. What I've always told people is. Pause.
1: I got to see if they're actually going to pull this off.
2: He. (laughs) (laughs) They missed it.
1: Oh, a flag for jumping over the center. 12 men on the field. So, we're watching the end of this Bills-Broncos game. This
2: is a pee- – I told – hey, rewind five minutes. I said this is a peewee <laughs> game. This is the pee-weeest of games.
1: One, two, three, four, five, six. And, seven, hey, I'm going to tell five. you,
2: win, lose, or draw, Mr. Kicker, you're going to hell on somewhere after
1: this game. 16 can- – you got to go. Yeah, they got 12 men on the field for Buffalo. So, Buffalo is 12 in on the field. The Broncos just missed the game-winning field goal but have 12 minutes. So, now they get to re-kick it. 36-yard field goal. Broncos down 21-22 to Buffalo. In Buffalo, 4-3. And he kicks it right down the middle. And the Broncos beat the Bills in Buffalo. And you can officially, officially click the panic button for Buffalo. Josh Allen with hey, five. flies to Dallas.
2: If your last name is Diggs. <laughs> head to
1: Dallas. The Broncos and Sean Payton are now 5 and 5, no, 4 and 5, and are in play for the wild card. Wild wow, crazy. But let's get back to basketball. Um Zion, you better figure it out, big dog. Better figure it out, better figure it out, oh, better no. figure it out. Don't matter,
2: not my team. <laughs>
1: yeah. Let's move on. Hey, this Jordan Poole Jordan Poole really might be one of the most hated players in the league. It seems like that punch by Draymond kind of exposed the feelings of how everybody feels about him. And plus, him actually playing in Washington and playing so up and down, herky-jerky, and his attitude makes it seem like Jordan Poole is one of the more people that they don't like. Now, this, what you're seeing here, it says... They're going back and they're looking at Steph Curry's expressions when looking at Jordan Poole. First one is Jordan Poole holding up the championship from 2021 or 2022. I'm sorry. 2021. Who's the champs last year? Denver. 2021. And Steph is looking at him like, man, I know. In- and <laughs> you don't put that trophy down. My hand's full because I got
2: the MVP trophy. But you don't need to be carrying nothing.
1: <laughs> and then there's the next one. Look at Steph, looking at him like, bro. Now, Steph is not actually looking at Jordan Poole here. But the funny thing is, it looks like he is from the angle of the (laughs) photo. So, Steph was laughing at him. (laughs) That photo. And that really sums up how people feel about Jordan Poole. And you want to know why? Because he does stuff like this. This is Jordan Poole in the uh, huddle. During a timeout, he didn't look at the play at all. Coach is ready. He's drawing up the play. Assistant coach notices. Landry Shamit notices. Everybody notices. Bench player. He said, it's my team. I got this. Throws the towel. He's mad. Locks in too late. He misses the entire play.
2: Ah this is, this is hubris. Baffled. Word of the day, the splash cat's word of the day is hubris. I don't know what he believes he is, or I think that I mean, because he said it, I kind of done what I needed to do. He, he taken care of his family, he's made more money, he'll never he's ever needed to make, and he has his team. And right now, I mean, it is what
1: it is. I'm telling but y'all, I, if he continues I, at this rate, they are going to he gonna be out of the league. No, he's not. Why not? That contract, they don't send you home for $40 million. He's
2: he's another person getting paid way too much money to get sent home.
1: Oh, they'll send, they'll figure out a way. Sooner, sooner very soon. Danny Ainge will go get him in Utah. They'll trade Jordan Clarkson. No, 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 seven no. You picks. have to understand.
2: This is his first year of the contract. 27 million, 29 next year. 31 34. He's not a he's not a free agent until 2027. He'll be on his he'll be on good behavior by 2027.
1: But stuff like that is how you get coaches fired. Right? Because now that coach, that coach is gonna be, they're not gonna win. And Jordan Poole, you've already invested in Jordan Poole and Kyle well, Kuzma. Which is, interesting. is I don't know how Kyle Kuzma say, feels about this whole situation either.
2: You can't fire the coach if you're not, and it is Wes Unsell Jr. Uh, I don't think you can fire the coach if you're not attempting to win. And I think it's pretty clear that the Wizards are not attempting to win. Now, with that being said, they did also give up a 23-point lead tonight to the Toronto Raptors. If y'all remember earlier in the podcast, Reggie was like, oh, the Wizards are whooping the Raptors' ass. Raptors came back in 1-by-4.
1: Scotty Barnes. And the Raptors
2: are not a good basketball team.
1: Scotty Barnes is good, though.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, Jordan Bulls and Kyle Kuzma are supposed to be good, too. They ain't supposed to give them a 23-point lead. Now, that ain't.
1: Why not? Why? why what about the Wizards to, says that they play defense and that they'll be able to hold uh, I
2: don't think they barely play basketball. But, See, I can hey, 39. Don't, don't fire West Unsell, y'all. He didn't pick these players. I'm sure – there's not many coaches in the NBA who I think would have chosen Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma on the same team.
1: Siakam had 39. Jordan Poole had 14 on 16 shots, it was six of 16. Kyle Kuzma is 14 of 25 for 34, three and three. Wow. Yeah, Jordan I Poole. It might be title. Kuzma, Kuzma
2: is gonna mess around, and get moved to a contender. Somebody's
1: gonna trade for him. Yeah, see, I'm at 39, dog, 39. But Jordan Poole, man, I don't know what you're going to do, dog. The Wizards are not playing for anything, and I think you're stuck. Um, But there is somebody that is playing for something, and it seems like they were just waiting on somebody to get out the way. Tyrese Maxey puts up 50 points. 50. And he has been on a super-duper tear over the beginning of the season. Him and Joel Embiid, one, a motivated Joel Embiid is the scariest thing for the league, and he's motivated. And Tyrese Maxey seems like he's taking that next step, knowing that he's going to be the the I, folk, the best guard, and they have a different coach with a different offense, which makes a big difference too. First, okay,
2: so there are a few things. I have told you all for multiple years, Embiid is the best player in the NBA. Point blank period. After after the playoff situation didn't amount to what y'all thought it should have, everybody kind of waffled and be like, Oh no, Joker should have won the MVP. No. Not a chance. As good as Joker is on offense, he is a negative on defense. Just nothing. Embiid is the only How many guy years
1: that do you think Embiid has been the best player in the NBA? Who's a, Uh, I would say three.
2: This, well, this counting this year. So this year, I think he's the best player in the NBA. Last year, he was the best player in the NBA. And the year before that, I thought he was the best player in the NBA. So one of those MVPs is the one that went to Joker. I said the NBA should have won that one. Last year, Embiid won the, the MVP. I think he should have won it. And so far this season, I think he's the best player in the NBA. So it is like two and a half technically.
1: Uh, in 2000 you said for the last three years so 2020 so this, this season 20 or 24
2: 23 the 23 22 when he won the mvp and 22 21 when joker won the mvp for the second time in a row i think all three of those seasons he's been the best player in the mvp i mean in the nba
3: because uh... he's he's a
2: top tier rim protector he is a he is an elite defender and as good as Joker is on offense, he is nothing on defense. Embiid is the only guy who can do it on both sides of the ball. And I like Giannis, but Giannis Giannis' offensive package isn't what
1: Embiid's is. Um I don't know if I agree that Embiid has been the best player in the NBA over the last three years. Um I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to fight I Jesus think Giannis, I, especially Giannis, yes, offensively he can't shoot, but, I mean, he does everything else, and he plays uncanny defense. Oh, and but wait, 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 feet. wait. Let's
2: not bury the lead. Who are we here for? We're here because Tyrese Maxey gave us his career-high 50 points. Well, you he had 29 you, you points and 11 assists against the, and against the Pistons. He had 25 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists against the Celtics. 22 and 11 assists against the Wizards. 22 and 10 against the Suns. 18 and 4 against the Raptors. 26, 4 assists, 10 rebounds. Tyrese Max has been playing his ass off. I'm going to be very transparent. I didn't think that he was this good. I'm still questioning if it's sustainable to be this good. No. I don't
1: know if he'll average 29, 5, and 8. This is what he's averaging now. I don't know if he'll average that for if he averages that for the season. That's MVP talk. Yeah, that like that that that's my like
2: I I everything in sports now is a prisoner of the moment. Take what do we think? How good do we think he really is? That's my question. We'll only I will find say out, I think I, I, I shot I shot him a little short prior. I thought he was probably as good as Emmanuel quickly. Now I think he is definitely better than quickly. But I'm trying
1: to figure out where he falls in the rank of really good guards. Like, I'm trying well, to figure He's, he's and that's what I was getting to. Kev saying he's really efficient. He's averaging like one or two turnovers a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he had a game. So, we had a triple-double with no turnovers, which is kind of crazy. So, I wouldn't, I mean, do we think he's,
2: I mean, yeah, at this point he's got to be better than Bradley Beal. Is he better than? I mean, he's not better than
1: Deborah Booker, right? I don't, I don't, I don't, No, 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 no. What are you talking about? Overall, or you mean in the first nine games of the season? I'm everything that I do is like,
2: where, where is this person really at? Not How, yeah. Games. What are
1: you asking? But in nine games of the season, like, so you ask that question a lot, and you'll either, depending on the argument, you'll say either right now or you'll say overall. It's hard for you to say is he better overall after nine games. That's that's really not. Now, Josh, the reason I said let's not
2: bury the lead is because I. You what the I league. said about Maxie <laughs> has not matched up with what the way that he's played. We've talked about Embiid a million times, and like me and Reggie's opinion of Embiid is is pretty close. If he don't believe the Embiid's the best player, I think he still believes number Embiid's two, <laughs> top two three, like yeah. And at that point, we just kind of like we're just picking our own opinion, but. I said some things about Maxie, and Maxie has made me eat my words. So, yeah, I, I put that at the end of the podcast for a reason. I wanted to make sure that that was something I talked about. If if I talk about you and you don't play good, I'm going to highlight you like
1: Zion. But if well, if the, the point we were talking about was you were trying to say, well, where do we think he is right now? Yeah, and I right. was like, when well, I, you're I, talking I, about in nine games because he hasn't had this role but this year. He
0: was behind yeah, Harden, so, so if saying, you're talking
1: about nine games, he's better than Booker right now. Yes, is the answer if you talk about right now in the games in this season.
2: Okay, like okay, so I'm gonna give you my lens here. That sounds like a prisoner moment. Take to me. I don't think that there is a world where at the well, end well, of this I'm season answering your we question. Back. Okay, so all right, so let me ask you this question. Maybe this will help. At the end of the season. Do you think that Tyrese Maxey
1: is a? I don't know, I don't know. If he continues on this pace at the end of the season, he will have had the, one of the better seasons in this of this year. And yes, you'll have to talk with him about Devin Booker this season. Do you? you think think he, have to. Do you, okay. So my next question is: Do you think that playing? What do you? Okay, so what do you
2: think is sustainable? What are you him? trying you to said, figure out? How about you do? That? I'm try, I'm trying to figure out
1: how good you think this player actually is in nine games right now he is a top five top three guard we can only go off a nine game sample he was behind james harden your savior for the last two three years he we they have been saying and kev is our witness as the philadelphia 76ers fan that they're saying they need james harden to get out the way and they think maxi will flourish even more they've said that and now that it's happening Him and Embiid, one, I think Embiid is motivated, and I think they got a a Super Mario mushroom to start the season out because of the way James Harden left. But if you want me to judge him on something that hasn't happened yet, I can't do that. So you asking me, based on the first nine games, if he's better than Devin Booker overall for the whole career is an unfair and loaded question is what I'm telling you. So if you're asking me about the nine games for this season, yes, he's been better than Devin Booker.
2: I'm not asking you about either one of those. What I'm saying is... What do you think? This is a prediction.
1: I don't know. Okay, Go ahead. Then no, finish, know. finish. 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 That's, uh, that's 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 disrespectful. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your statement. That was disrespectful. Like, where do you predict that at the end of the
2: season, Tyrese Maxey falls in the hierarchy of NBA guards?
1: I don't know. I mean, I, now now I can say that disrespect. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. I can. If you, I, I. How do you want me to judge him? I can only judge him off the role he's in for nine games. That's what I'm trying to ask you. Okay, so that's where I'm saying I would
2: eye test him. Even after these games, I still don't think he's better than Book. I still don't think he's better than Mitchell. Um Hmm. I mean the person that you said was just another guy. I'm never gonna let you leave. I was about to give you a laundry list of guys. Sure. I don't I don't think he's better than De'Aaron Fox. I don't think he's better than Tyrese Halliburton. Why? Uh,
1: which one you? I just gave you like all of them. Guy. All of them. All of them. All of them. Uh, Why? Why um, do you not think he's better?
2: I think that Mitchell is a is a just a just a like, he is one thing he is is a shot creator. He goes what are you basing? So, what
1: are you basing that off of? Off of seeing him play. Yes. Right. His entire in the role career. that he's in. His entire career and the role that he's in. Right. He's had the same role. the the main scorer the main person with the basketball Tyrese Maxey has not had this role so you're asking again you're asking asking me to compare his output and compare what he's doing to people over a whole career that's like asking me to compare Anthony Edwards to I don't want to say LeBron because that's too much of a jump but somebody in LeBron's character that's played for 8 to 10 to 15 years that's not fair and he hasn't, again, he has not been in this role. Now, Kev said he's better than Fox. I don't know. We'll have to see at the end of the year. But if he continues on this trajectory of averaging 10 assists, 9 assists, 8 assists, 29 points, 30 points a game, 40% from three with one turnover, he's better than everybody you just said on that laundry list of people. Oh, if, if he continues at this rate, he's first team on NBA. So, And that's what I'm saying. But this is off of the nine games. So you're asking yes. me off the nine games, is he better? And I'm telling you, yes. Right now. Okay. Now, at the yeah. end of the so, season, we
2: don't know. I think, I, so that's where I think me and you are diverging. I think that you can take the nine games and you can extrapolate to the best yeah. of your abilities what you think a player will be. I mean, he's better and you're saying, I'm only going to use the nine games of
1: data. I don't have enough data. I can't make you do that. That's just we have a different opinion. It's fair. You're saying you're taking the nine games and going to extrapolate that, which means you're going to think the nine games over the next what is it, eighty-two games? So over the next seventy-one games, he's going to be. That I've seen him play, and I'm going to take this. And I'm saying that's not that's. Come on, man, that's not fair because he wasn't in this role. He wasn't the primary ball handler. He was never going to average ten assists a game in the role he was in ever. Fairness, like to me, I don't.
2: Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't see that mm-hmm. as unfair. I see that as something that you have, like you're gonna have to do with all players. All right. Well, this this is what I got. Let me figure out how good I think this guy is, and I'm gonna throw. I'm how gonna can you dog. judge
1: somebody on their point guard skills when they play in the shooting guard position? How can you judge somebody on their shooting guard skills or their scoring skills when they're playing the point guard's position and they have to pass? How can you? That's what I'm I, trying I to did understand. That
2: with, I I actually did that with Dejounte Murray when he was playing point guard. For the San Antonio Spurs, then he got traded to the Hawks. After a couple games, I was able to tell, like, okay, well, you're gonna play the shooting guard now. It's different, but I know what you're gonna be kind. Of, I, I I was pretty close with his level of
1: capability, level of ca- But Damn his production as a shooting guard, he was not. He averaged more as the point guard position. He got more assists as a shooting guard. He got more points. If you go look, when he was in at the one, he got more assists. When he was in at the two, he got more scoring because the roles were different. If you're going to judge him about being a point guard, you can't judge him about being a point guard when he's playing shooting guard.
2: I was able to extrapolate what he was at point guard to what he was going to be at shooting guard. And I was was spot on.
1: You were, okay. Because we had three minutes and 12 seconds. I don't understand what you just said. I don't I don't think you I I, I was disagree able with what to look you said at, actually.
2: I was able to look at DeJounte Murray play point guard for the San Antonio Spurs and I was able to pretty well figure out what he was going to be for the Atlanta Hawks. And the my estimation point guard to
0: what, who oh, he oh. is
1: Okay. No, I I disagree. Uh disagree on what? That my what you, prediction of what, what you just said. Murray what you just said. Be? You saying that you the way that he played point guard, you were able to take that and predict what he was going to be as a shooting guard. I don't agree with that. I don't I, don't, I don't remember you. Okay, I don't I agree with that look. at all. But um, in terms of Tyrese Maxey to bring it all back, Tyrese Maxey is in a role that we will have to see. Now, if he goes and starts averaging six turnovers a game and five assists and his shooting percentage goes down, then, hey, it is what it is. But if he averages in the nine – games that he's had, and you extrapolate that over the whole season, if he averages that, yeah, you're never going to pass it. Yeah, I know. But he averages that, then he's better or up there with all of the people. He's better than than De'Aaron. He's better than them. He's better than all of them if he continues to average this. If he continues to do this, he's better than all of them. Yeah, so that there is the difference.
2: I'm willing to guess and say, hey, this is what I think this guy is. And you're not after nine games
1: after nine games. I just told you if he averages this over again, I'm taking what you're saying. If he averages this over and you put it over the season, 40 percent from three, 30 points a game eight assists, one turnover, five rebounds with Joel. He's the he's one of the top. He's got to be a top guard in the league. Wait.
2: Oh, so then my next question to you is, do you think that this rate is
1: sustainable? At MVP caliber, I don't know. I don't know because he has okay. the ball in his hand. He's he's never that had the ball in his hand except for when James Harden went out and he would get thirty. So it's not like he hasn't done I this say, before. Hey,
2: that's where me and you depart. You're not willing at this point to make an educated guess with the nine games. I am. So neither one of us are wrong. We're just so what, to wait. your to guess everything. is
1: saying that he can't. He can't sustain.
2: Yes, this. and you're saying he's just another no, guy. I don't. I don't, no, 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 no. I don't, no, 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 no. I just, I don't think he's as good as he's playing right now. I don't think that this is sustainable. I do think he's better than I first guessed.
1: (laughs) Okay. Because, sure. We could keep going. And I was going to say, so I was going to go back to Mitchell, Diamond Dozen. Where do you rank Mitchell now? You said he's better, Mitchell is better than him, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's going to keep going further and further. And, it's three hours and 15 I can
2: minutes. put out a new list, mate. You know what? I try to work
1: on one of those. This Nobody week. liked your old list. No, and your old list was vague. We asked you the question on the post, What does that mean? And, and you didn't respond.
2: That's factually inaccurate. But we, I'll make sure we have this discussion again because I like it.
1: You say it's factually inaccurate. I just want to make sure. Let me see if I can find that list because I, I think the comment is there too. Oh, you can go like, right oh, to my right. Instagram. You go right to my Instagram, it's and it's on right your there. Instagram or it's... Theirs, it's on splash. No, it's 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 on mine. Oh yeah, that's what. On. Yeah. no. Nobody believed in your list one, and we asked you if it's Look not at there. The we list. Asked you in the group. We asked you in the group. Look at the list. Just this, I'm looking just, at the list. You said believes to be equal to or greater than Donovan Mitchell. You named, and then you said next up after that. And you said Steph Curry, John Morant, Devin Booker, Jalen Brown. Then you said Trey Young, who you wait, hate. Wait,
2: wait, time out. Dame hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold
1: on, hold on, because you said dime doesn't. I mean, you, this is what you did. You you want him to bring it up? Jay, uh, James Harden, De'Aaron Fox, SGA, Luca, Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, Anthony Edwards, Zach Levine, Jalen Brunson. Then you had next up Jalen Green, Anthony Simons, Lamelo Ball, Darius Garland. Like what <laughs> sure. You know what? You got it. You win. Wait. So wait.
2: No, let's not bail on it. Let's have the conversation. So um, what I'm saying is I gave you the list of guys who I think are about in the same category as Donovan
1: Mitchell. And my ask so, so you, and you said Donovan Mitchell is just another guy, Dime a dozen. So are you and I asked you this, which you didn't respond to. I asked you are these people on this list a dime a dozen, too? By
2: the by, the fact that there are so many of them. That, so that yes. was my whole point. So, yes. There are so many of these guys. Say now, yes. in this list... I just want you to say yes, yes or no. Order. Wait, wait, wait,
1: before you keep going. Yes or no? No, some of these guys are not dime a dozen. So then... Okay. But, that's what, all, no, I, that's no, all I want to finish. What, finish very, your point. That's all I wanted you to say. It's very
2: clear what I said here. Guards Norwood believes... To be equal than, equal to, or greater than Donovan Mitchell is Steph Curry greater than
1: or equal? You said to he Donovan was dime Mitchell? a dozen, and I asked you if you're going to make this list, then these guys have to be a dime a dozen too. Okay,
2: guards Norwood believes to be equal to or greater than Donovan Mitchell, <laughs> Steph Curry, greater than Donovan Mitchell, John Morant. Greater than Donovan Mitchell. Devin Booker, greater than Donovan Mitchell. Jalen Brown, greater than Donovan Mitchell. Trey Young.
1: You voted Donovan Donovan Mitchell. You said that you said at one time you said Trey Young wasn't better than Donovan. But that's okay. That was before you said Donovan was a. You you said that's
2: personal styling. I still am going to pick. I'm gonna pick Donovan Mitchell instead of because, as a matter of
1: fact, but, when we had this conversation, you said Donovan was number six, if I'm not mistaken. You said he was number six. Now that now that we rehashing this entire conversation, and I said, well, damn, six is dime a dozen. I now because even Kev said that. Kev, you remember he, that? I, don't I remember. never
2: said that he was six. I'm gonna tell you why I <laughs> would never say he's six. <laughs> Steph Curry. We had John the Moran, graphic up. Devin we had the graphic Boy, up. Jalen Jalen Brown. SGA, and Luka, that's six. And that's six that I've always believed
1: to be better, without a shadow of a doubt. And then you called him seven. Either way, he was top 10. And you were like, yo, if he's, you, he was before 10, matter of fact. And you, I was like, damn, top 10 or before 10 is dime a dozen? And then he went out and scored 71 points, and that was the end of the argument. So or that was now the end my, of the conversation. My
2: answer, for the most part, is Donovan Mitchell is still, like he still falls in the category these same he's saying it's dozen. still about so Donovan, many guys dozen. in this category. Yes, that's the reason I like when people actually put numbers <laughs> to names, because everybody else just want to just be like, oh, no, I don't know. Nah, pick your guys. Lay, li, line them up. I'm willing to do it. Everybody else just be like, oh, I don't know. Everybody else check out when it's time to have an opinion.
1: To me, this list you made Everybody beyond Jalen Brown. Well, you got Luka at number nine. Luka and SGA.
2: This is not in order.
1: Luka and SGA. Luka, SGA, and and Anthony Edwards. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have him. I probably would have him between the seven to ten range. So, and that's, we had the same conversation before. And I said, in the seven to ten range, is that... Dime a dozen.
2: There are some other guys who I think sure we need to account sure. for it now. Oh, I don't think that Donovan Mitchell better than Tyrese Halliburton. That's dead. D E A D dead. Yeah, like I would need to update this list. It's some new guys that, that moved up on this list in my in my um uh, I don't think that he's better than
1: uh Jamal Murray. You know boy you crazy until okay sure 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 you got it ladies and gentlemen we come to the end of episode 128 of the splash cast the around the league edition monday night raw we appreciate y'all for turning in tuning in we did the pregame we did hbcu news around the culture we did nfl and we had an unexpected basketball uh uh debate and you know what the funny part is The Kings whooping the Cavs' ass right now. Tell me more about Diamond Mitchell being better than Fox. Boy, please, boy, please, 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 boy, please, boy, please. No, we ain't miss anything. Take us out. (laughs) Well, they get dug. They were Boy, please, boy, please, boy, please, boy, please, boy, please. Uh,
2: I mean, mean, it's not like you're going to say the Kings have a better team than the Cavs. You don't think so? Who you want on that team minus the bonus in Fox? Nobody. Malik Monk.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, alright then. Like I said, the Cavs have-I mean the Cavs have a better team.
1: Nah, Evan Mobley, man. You are. You can't have 10 points, dog. <laughs> man, you can't be outscored him, by Jared
2: Allen. Him and Triple J. Be pissing me off because I like them, but they just—they don't always have it. But that's that's a different discussion for a different day because I really want to support those guys, but they frustrate. But this is bad. The
1: whole team is being is awful, except for Mo. uh, Damn, this is just a terrible game for the Cavs all the way around. Also, the Kings have
2: the Kings. Whatever Mike Woodson figured out or whatever his name figured out on their offense, their offense is prolific.
1: And Keegan Murray taking another
2: step, 20 and 5. But last year they had the most prolific offense ever and nobody said anything about it.
1: And here they, they are. Yeah, yeah. And Kevin,
2: and Kevin Herter, he didn't came around cuz I when when the game at halftime, he was like no, no, no. What I'm saying is at one point he had 0 points and this is probably at halftime. He did score 17 points the second half. Uh, he had five, five three-pointers. Three he time.
1: hit five, he's at five of six. He got hot. Uh-oh.
2: Yeah, you're right, Kevin. Well, your right uh, but, Norman, take us out. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been fun. It ain't been fun for me. All my teams <laughs> lost this week, and I'm not happy about it. We're going to try again next week. To the best of our um, – Oh, no, my mic
0: just hated on
2: me. Yep, yep, it did. Oh long time i think it's just corded on these mics just position but uh number one number one number one number one um more black baseball in this case also we're willing to be uh open to show high if we want to you know if he wants to incorporate himself in the culture we'd be more than happy to have him here um number two more black cowboys and cowgirls number three number three number three by far the most important the historical black college university um the ones your cousin went to, your auntie went to, the person that you used to sit in the back of the church and laugh, uh, send some money over there to their school. Number two, the historically Black College University in your neighborhood, the one you go for homecoming, ballot advance, step show just to be around your people, send some money over there. And then finally, D. Hampton University, the greatest learning institution in all the world. You probably almost half these people in, in them comments a degree. Me and Reggie a degree. Send some money there on our behalf, $18.68 uh, for the year that. Hampton was founded. Outside of that, you guys have a wonderful and blessed night. Adios Mi Amigos. Uh Splash Cast 36 pack will be out Wednesday. ATL edition will go out tomorrow. And uh see y'all soon.
1: Lord, I got hiccups. Peace out. Love y'all, y'all. Stay safe. We out of here.
2: This is the SplashCast weekly schedule. You can find us on Monday, Monday Night Raw. That is the Around the League edition where we cover all of the major leagues around the league. Tuesday is the ATL edition. Braves, Falcons, Hawks. Wednesday is when the playlist comes out. It's a Splash Cash 24, 12, or 36 pack, just depending on the music. Thursday, for everybody who was not able to catch us live on Monday, they can catch up there on the Around the League edition. And then Saturday, of course, We Bed Beers for Saturday morning live. If you ever need to find us, we can be found at thesplashcast.com. And, of course, via Instagram,
0: at thesplashcast. When I say... Man, this lifestyle is so wicked. Damn, man, it's beyond common sense. Still, the music showed you how I did it. You spending too much time with these man. Go hard, get your chick. I change on me, change on me. That's probably why I keep it on me. Why I keep it so hard, I sacrifice the time of huh? trying to make it up this life, huh? working at it, switching lanes in the brain thinking about my brother, you got a sugar daddy, but worry about who I'm, I did it all alone, while taking care of my son. you do the same, then get the same results every time, I'm taking walks in the morning just to clear my mind,
3: dealing with a